Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Say hi to the people. Is yo okay? I always say yo, I feel like. I, I think I think that's correct. I, I believe you do always say yo. Is Our listeners will let me know. <laughs> Bob the dog's here as well. Bob the dog's always here, ever present. Mm-hmm. And mad he can't get to Alex for pets. <laughs> As he knocks himself on the table. All right. All right. Alex is a, like go. all of the. Here we go. I need to rewatch that movie. It's been entirely too long. Though that's, that's going to run into one of those problems where it's like, well, I should just rewatch the trilogy. And then you have like, and who's got the time for that anymore? I, I want to say, first of all, in case anyone's worried out there, Bob gets to keep his phone this week. <laughs> I did like that the title of last La- episode was We Took His Phone. <laughs> <laughs> last, last week, people obviously can't see it. The look. The sadness. Of just. And anger. Complete misery that was on Bob's face throughout the entire podcast because we took his phone away. Now, of course, that means most of this podcast, Bob won't be present because he'll be playing on his phone. But nonetheless, at least he won't be miserable. There you go. There we go. So hey. Alex, <clears throat> Halo, the TV series. We watched episodes eight and nine, the penultimate and finale episodes. What did you think, Bob? Because we watched it together. Yep. And I was like, at the beginning of episode eight, I was like, "Well, oh, we're doing this, huh? We're gonna do this. This is the thing that we're well, doing." Now you guys just watched it, so remind me exactly what happens in episode eight. We had Chief fucking. That's what I'm referring to right okay. now. Okay. The fucking. I mean, I think we all knew that that was coming. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, we, like we, we didn't have to do this. Yeah. This wasn't a thing we had to do. I didn't need to see Matt. I, I, I appreciated that it was understated. We had a nice fade to black. Because <laughs> I, I don't need to see Master Chief deep dicking this this chick. That's fine. I'm sure you could find that porn if you'd like to. Oh, absolutely. With what's her name? McKee? Is that her name? Uh huh. McKee. Yeah. The blessed one. And then what happens? It's uh, uh, Halsey goes all uh, lone wolf aggro and like turns the tries to turn the Spartans. Tries to yeah calls the two Spartans into her control. Uh, well, she does. Van- she tries to do it with Kai too. Right, but Kai but just started questioning. So then they like beat the shit out of her and yeah. Uh, and, th- and that and that was a cool scene where Kai uh, like breaks off the concrete or whatever. Well, because it's like it, I want to watch the badasses being badasses, yeah. and I felt and that was a that was a cool scene too, where it's like they they kind of made it seem like maybe because they have these emotion inhibitors that they're normally not doing fun stuff with all these powers they've been given. I like so that they showed that that episode she's like too. yeah she's fucking lifting what was it like a huge tire a war and hog. Then, She's lifting the warthog, yeah. And that whole area kind of comes into play again later. But she's having fun with the Marines. And Well, and here's the thing. That's kind of what I need this show to be. Yeah. And what did I say to you? Uh, uh, I was texting Alex a little bit after we finished. And then like 15 minutes later, I was like, you know what I only just thought of? Madrigal. <laughs> and I could care less. No, yeah. I... Who could give a shit? It's so funny that Madrigal just doesn't exist in these last two episodes. Well, and they're a lot better for it. So then, uh, 
the rest of the episode is... Halsey um, and creepy assistant are trying to reclaim the artifact. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, Halsey tries to... Does talk to McKee and I guess is trying to put like... Oh, she's trying to manipulate her to her Right. Own end, she's right? trying to manipulate McKee to bring her the artifact and then... She doesn't need Chief then because she would have another human that can interact with it. So they're going to have, or she wants Cortana to completely take over Chief. Right. Um, you have, the. by the way, we glossed over. Maybe the best part of that sex scene is Cortana like. Oh my God. I'm sitting there like, out. what is this like for her? Is she just <laughs> like, what are we doing? Please no. I No, no, please no. Or conversely, is she like. Well, and I think that's, I don't think she was like, yeah, (laughs) but I think you're supposed to think she's sitting there and she's like, you know, learning more about humans that isn't just there in the text that she has in her brain, you know, or, you know, they just wanted to have Cortana uh, cuckolded an analog to the scene in Game of Thrones where Tyrion's outside the door. Uh, while Jon Snow and Daenerys are fucking, which was did also- he remain outside the door? I just remember there's that shot of him being creepy in the hallway as they go into the room together. I don't. Is know. it your reading of the text that he hung out and listened? You know, does it matter? Not at this point. No, absolutely not. Fuck that show. Yep. But um, what show are you referring to? I'm gonna you like remembering shit like the memory banks of just like nah, this is, I really don't remember anything this about is Game of we need we need the space for other shit we need the space for yeah no I do also appreciate delete it all anytime anytime like I'm comparing a show uh to like a show that I don't like very much mm-hmm. it's almost always right to Game of Thrones as the comparison. <laughs> I mean, epic betrayment. But anyway, so then that episode ends with... The battle between the Spartans, which in the, like that good. training area, which I thought was good. Like, for what it is, big behemoths fighting each other. Like, it was well choreographed. and If I may steal a, qu- a quote, big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> yeah, but there's two big meaty women, too. We're all, we're all inclusive in this house, <laughs> Alex. Right. But no, that's, that's what I'm here for. I, that's the shit that I want. That was... Maybe the best episode of the whole season, especially because until the end, it was light on action. And usually like the episodes that have been light on action are rough because the storytelling has been rough. But once they kind of get into the the Halsey plot and they really I thought that they they ramped up the tension well with that. And there were a couple different outcomes or a couple different ways that could go. And it was like, oh, okay, like I'm not totally sure how this I mean, I'm. The artifact is getting off of reach, right? But I'm not sure exactly who it's going to end up with. So it was, it I, it grabbed me. I was like, I'm actually f- paying attention to this. Yeah, and you had, you know, Chief um, with his fucking, you know, incredible Chief cock brings around McKee and she has turned. Yes. she's He's turned her. Yes. She she yanked the laser out of her hand oh, or out that. of her finger. More cool. body horror on yeah. this show. It's like, nope, no thanks. <laughs> it's like, and that's, and that's some love when you start ripping things out of you. Yeah. And the thing is, here's the thing. She didn't really need to do that because they must know it's there. They have to, because remember the first time she's in that building and Chief touches the artifact. This is like two episodes back or something. Chief touches the artifact 
and it triggers her to go off into the ether or whatever, the laser turned on then and those people in the room who were with her, those like the Marine and Mm -hmm. the other woman, they saw it. So I I will say though, you're, you're applying logic and I don't know that that I'm I'm just saying I get the, you would think with it being an advanced society, there would have been some manner of body scan and they would have known that she had that there. I'm, I'm sure they one They must've known it was there. And two, there's a couple just, times where it comes out and it's like people can clearly see yeah. that it's there. Well, and two, just from a logic perspective or not wanting to, you know, rip your finger off perspective, you know, maybe you would just go to like the base doctor and like, hey, uh, I'd really love to not have this laser in my finger. Yes, anymore. but then we don't get the symbolism of, of I know. you know, having I know the, they were going ooh, for. the sex. It has yeah. changed me. It's <laughs> changed me as a person. Yeah, I still hate all the other humans. But this guy, I like this guy. <laughs> this guy gets it. Um, so yeah, episode ends. That was a good episode. Like I actually had hope for this show off that episode. I had hope that they were going to get things on track and they were going to move in a direction I'm that I was going to be okay. happy with. I had hope. I no longer have hope. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, so we're, we're going to go ahead and talk about the finale then. The whole thing. So do you have anything else we want to say about the episode eight? Uh, I, I think I, Bob was off board the entire time. I You're just, you're, you I do think not Bob's care. too tired to be like. No, but you know, you've kind of, you've made up your mind pretty early about the show. And it hasn't done anything to pull you back in. Is, that, is it, that fair? I think that's fair. And here's the thing. Even if. If I'm at episode eight and it takes until episode eight to grab me, which I think is a fair criticism, then that's too long. It's eight hours of time that you've wasted. Yes. So I mean, yeah. I honestly, I'm I'm not going to watch the next season of this. Um, it's well, judging from. Ooh, wait, it, he's making faces. And it's not worth. It's not worth my time. I'd rather watch anything else. Anything. Anything. Because I could start thinking. Oh, I'm sure you're good. I'm sure you're good. Enjoy less. God damn it! All right. So you listen. Listen to me. All right. This show has been great content, (laughs) and as long as it remains sci-fi channel trash, we're watching it. Okay, Bob. Deal with it. So, please tell me your thoughts on the finale. I was. All good with it at first. I like, you know, hey, Cortana. We didn't mention that, you know, Cortana essentially initially saves Chief from capture, right? Because oh, that's she's right. like, yeah, that's right. That's she's a like huge part of that episode. To, yeah, yeah, she's trying to tell him, like, hey, something's up. This ain't good. Listen to me. I know you don't trust me, but right. listen to me. But there's an ambush finally, ahead. Yeah. Right. And finally, she's like, stop. And then we should talk about that. Yeah. They're finally working together. She's takes over the warthog to run one of the Spartans over. She's doing stuff she's helping to him. augment him in combat, which is what Cortana was always supposed and to be. And she's completely left Halsey. She right. Like, she's like, fuck Halsey. Like, fuck this. You've brought me around. This guy's, this woman's a lunatic. Fuck this her. other guy is creepy as shit. Yeah, this creeper would fuck me if he could. So I'm getting out of here. Yeah, like the whole time I'm sitting there like, okay, this is it, right? This is it. He gets shot in the face. He's going to die. He's dying, right? He's going to die. Please tell well, me he dies. In the next episode, I wasn't convinced he was actually dead because like she just like Kai like 
throws him off the ceiling, right? And just I was like, okay, in in TV land, that could just be like a knockout blow, right, not right. a killing blow. Ooh, I was getting, then, I was ready to get big mad too. But when, then the ship, but then the yeah. ship crashes. I'm like, okay, that guy's got to be dead. Because right? I was like, oh, right on. We've got Kai being a badass. And then I was like, is she gonna go down with this fucking ship? I'm gonna be really angry if we're doing this. So, so go. We'll come back to that because I have problems with that stupid scene too. But, um. Yeah, you have Cortana helping out. They're finally, like, working together. Chief has someone looking out for him. He really had two women looking out for him because he's turned McKee, right? Yes. But then McKee... And this... I'm fine with this logically, like, the UNSC evil shit because McKee goes to them and he's like... She's like, oh, John's under attack. He needs help. Yada, yada. The other Spartans. And then... Keys shows up and she's like, that's her in the recording. We, well, she killed all right. those people. Right. And it's like, that all logically makes sense that they would then be like, fuck you. Right. Taser that bitch. Right. <laughs> you know what I really could have done without, though, when they did taser her? I didn't need the cutback to when she like was we, a kid. Like we can't remember? I was like, I felt insulted as a viewer. There's a lot of that on TV shows now. I know. I know. And it drives me crazy. It's like, no, I remember that. That was not that long ago. Like, I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I, I don't have, like, the brain of a this goldfish. This is, like, the, the only part of her character right. that has any depth that she was tortured by humans. Same thing with the flashing back to her almost killing, the, or almost kissing the little boy. I'm like, no, I, I remember these things. I don't, you don't need yeah. to do the flashback for me. I, I'm not stupid. I realize we're writing for the lowest common denominator, but can I, we... uh, One of the things about this show is I don't know who this show is for. <laughs> I, I have I, no idea. I think you're running yeah. into a little bit of the it's trying to kind of be everything to everybody and that's Bad. part of the problem. Like you just need to pick a lane and stay in it. And it's like, you, you can't be everything to everyone. Just be the good sci-fi action show. I still go back to the same thing. I know we talked about this podcast before. Was anyone upset who had read the Game of Thrones books? I don't even know what they're, what are they? Uh, Song of uh, Fire. A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, there you go. Was anyone who had read those books really upset when the TV show was just the stories from the books? No, I don't think so. No, I think people get mad, at least from this last... If you last, change stuff. If this last season of The Witcher is any uh, uh, indication, people were like, why are you changing everything? Yeah. Just stick to the thing we like. And, which, though, I will say, it's an adaptation, and I don't think you should go in expecting it to be verbatim, right? Because it's like, yeah. some stuff is going to work better on the page than works better on the screen. They're two different medium... It's two different ways of telling stories. Stuff's going to work visually that doesn't work in a book. And some stuff just has to change. But <laughs> it's a video Not game. Not this much. Not this I, much. I no. contend. And I don't, I've never played the games to completion. I've watched you play them. I've seen him play them a little bit. I've maybe played collectively like an hour of Halo in my life. So I don't, I know like the basic beats of the story, but I don't know. But my thing with this show is I contend that essentially... What happened was whoever they got to write this show and produce it and everything. Clearly, these people just wanted to make like an original sci-fi show, right? Mm -hmm. Because the show basically has absolutely nothing to do with Halo. Like they they took a bunch of character names. There's the Master Chief. There's Jacob Keys. There's Miranda Keys. There's Halsey. Um, there's Cortana. They essentially, you know, there's the Halo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they essentially took some places. There's Reach. I don't know that there was ever a Reach City. All right. <laughs> that was stupid, too. But uh, 
Was there a Reach city? Yeah. I don't know. We just played Reach not too long I don't ago. Think there's there's a that, huge city. But there, but they didn't call it Reach City. It had a name. Oh. Are they calling it Reach City? In this show, in this episode that we're talking about, when they go and they're walking around the city, in the corner, like when there was like, oh, yada, yada, Reach City, it said. Well, they also had a thing that said Portal in the Portal font. <laughs> that I found <laughs> very distracting. So. I was like, don't do that. that don't do that. I will say, though, I did appreciate when they went outside, it seemed like they actually filmed in a park, which I appreciated. <laughs> it's like, hey, look. Probably we actually, just some place in Vancouver. Whatever we they, went wherever to a spot, they the we show. went to a place. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Every Everyone in that place is also wearing, like, prison garb or something. Like, you know, in the future, everyone just wears gray. Yep. It's but, that um, I... So my main point was, I feel like this show, they just took like a bunch of names of characters. None of the characters are the same at all. None of the situations are the same. Nothing's even remotely like the video games. Like, it's not even close, right? And and so it is what it is. And I guess I can accept that. Mm -hmm. But I also think, don't be surprised when this gets like one or two more seasons and then it's canned because no one's watching it. Yeah. You know. Well, if I came expecting <clears throat> thing I like and then it's different than thing I like. And not even different. Not even like completely different. But fine. If thing is good. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that would be one thing. That's fine. But I don't think it's been consistent enough over the course of this cuz there's been high points. There've been low points, but there's been high points. I don't know that it's it's justifiable in its continued existence because it is just kind of like, okay. Well, and here's the thing too. I understand there is a budget for this show and it is what it is, but you should know what your budget is and you should plan and work around that. And did you have a problem with the way the last episode looked Alex? The f- I thought the CG in the opening episode battle, all the stuff on Magical, that was fine. The battle they did, what was it, two episodes ago where they lost the pillar part mm-hmm. of the artifact? No, that was That fun. battle was good. That was like, fun. It looked fine. All the CG in this last episode wasn't great. was when, when they got to the planet, I turned to her and I said, I think they rendered this in the Halo 1 engine. <laughs> was like they're in like and and that was the thing i think i could be wrong it looked to me like in those first two big battle sequences they at least shot them in a real place and did some stuff with real people in the suits or whatever with puppets like whatever they were doing right Mm -hmm. it looked like some of it was actually real and then it was augmented with cg which is really what you should do this last big battle in this final episode i don't think there were any real people throughout that entire thing i think that whole sequence it's possible was all cg and it looked terrible the whole environment is cg i think all the people within it were cg yeah i mean it didn't look great it's cg weirdness like that doesn't bother me as much uncanny valley big time like the part, the part where she's running on, where Kai's running onto the ship in the middle of the episode, mm-hmm. that looks so bad. Yeah, no, it definitely was not. 
It did not look at the beginning good. of the episode. You mean R- right? Whenever, whenever she jumps onto Halsey's shit. Yeah, that didn't look great. That looked terrible. Yeah, it, the final episode. Running out of money. <laughs> that's what's so what's so wacky, right? Like, shouldn't this be the big episode where all the budget is spent? Instead, it was like they got the least budget for this episode. But we can get back to all that. So, how's the episode start? And see, I was happy with the episode at the beginning, right? Because it's. You know, all the Spartans are kind of coming back together. They're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, McKee flew off with the artifact. That, they, all, they're, they're, that all makes everybody sense. Everybody finds out, the other Spartans find right. out that, you know, what Halsey did or what uh, uh, the UNSC did. They were kidnapped and replaced. Right. And and, and I, I thought, like, that was some funny dialogue when they're getting on the ship to go on the mission. And it's Vanek and... is. Is Riz the other female Spartan? It might be Riz, yeah. Something along those lines. I feel like it's Riz. Yeah. I think, um, think they're, right. they're talking with Kai, and Kai's like, so would you have shot me? And they're like, yeah, we would have shot you. And they're like, you wouldn't have shot us? And she's like, well, yeah, but I would have felt bad about it. <laughs> you know? But it's like, it's banter. This <laughs> is what I need from these people. Yeah, that was like some fun little banter. You know, you have like... Cortana and Chief getting along. They're moving in the right direction. Like, finally, Chief has some people who have his back after everyone trying to fuck him over at every turn. And I loved when evil UNSC lady is like, there can be no more John. There must only be the Chief. That was such a a terrible scene. And I was like, I was like, Right now, Chief should just grab her and snap her fucking neck. Like that would have been that would have been such a dramatic improvement. Oh, like what loyalty show. do I have to you? Fuck! Like, yeah. no, nah, get that, get out of my face. Uh, who are you, bitch? Right. Like, <laughs> Kindly move. Who are you, evil lady? Go right, away. Go away. Go. I'm not doing anything you tell me to do. I'm go, gonna do what I want. Go to magical. No one cares. Go to magical. Yeah, go go away. Be, yeah, right. Go be the evil overlord there. <laughs> but uh, that scene sucked. But that was terrible. Yeah. I was fine with like how the whole episode was going for the most part. I, again, I think we all like hate the stupidity of Kai goes and jumps onto Halsey's ship and breaks in. And now she knows she's in an area with two evil people. Like there's no doubt she knows these people are evil. What's the first thing she does? Takes her she helmet takes off. her helmet off. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, well, and I was like, she's going to get shot in the head now. And I'm going to be really mad because I really like her character. And we have not fulfilled. I thought she was going to get killed. We have too. not fulfilled the dream from that one episode that was the Kai Miranda Keys pair. Oh, if, if we have to at least watch this show until Miranda climbs that tree. Because Is you that know, all we care about anymore? Is that the only I, thing you care it. about? Oh, I love that's it. That's all. They've taken all else. All Eric, else <laughs> Alex only cares about his ship, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex has a Tumblr and, and it's just for finding God stuff damn about everything that else I gotta jump on there um, I'm sure there's like so much content for that but the only thing I did think when she took off her helmet I was like this bitch is trying to get killed but then I thought to myself again they're gonna have a hard time if they want to have more Spartans on this show <laughs> they're gonna have a hard time going out and finding women who are like 6'3 or 6'4 right. and can act to some degree. Well, and it was, it's like, it's, you take the helmet off and it, you take me right out of it because yeah. I'm like, they're supposed to be like very well-trained killing machines. Yeah. A well-trained killing Why machine is, so stupid? is not popping the he- the helmet off. Yeah, and it was just like at the end of that episode where the big battle and then 
McKee drops down in the pod and Chief can't wait to fucking yank his helmet off because otherwise, how would we possibly know what he's feeling? Hmm, if only there was a television show that had shown that you can keep the helmet on and we can convey emotion. Wow. Well, it's, it's it, like I said, it's film. You have you have the soundtrack. You have, he, he can talk, so we yeah. can, you know, there, there's ways of... You have mannerisms. Of conveying things. I, I just hate the stupidity, and I, I felt the Well, same then she way. walks forward, and it's like, the guy's behind you. The guy yeah. is behind you. The guy <laughs> is behind you. I did appreciate he whacks her with something that she does, like, the, the, the fucking cane, the look back, like, <laughs> you fuck. I appreciated that. But it was like, I'm supposed to be, you're pulling me... You're making you're right out of the show. Yeah, you're 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 making it very hard to suspend my disbelief. Yeah. Um. There are only nine results when I search Ao3 for Halo, Kai Miranda. But there's something. Only nine. But there's that's something. A start. That I will say though, that's pretty sorry. <laughs> now that tells you that no one's watching the show. Oh yeah. Because you, if it's a popular show and it's got ships, it's not going to be in the single digits. I guarantee you, next season, Miranda's climbing that tree. I guarantee it. If they don't, because just that what that one moment they had together, because the, the chemistry show, was oh amazing. Yeah. The shows might not even make it to a third season, so they better do it if they're going to do it. So anyway, that uh, Halsey gets away, right? In the escape yeah, pod. Halsey gets away. Ship goes down, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, kill off Kai and see if I fucking continue. I was like, can we not? She wasn't going to die. I knew she wasn't going to die, but I was like, this is a dumb show. So I was like, let's please not do that. So when she came out, I'm like, okay, okay, we're all right. I do hope, um, if they're going to continue this fucking stupid. But they are continuing. It already got renewed for a second know, We know there's going to be a second season unless they do something. Um... They got to pull the inhibitor chips out of the other two sparks. Oh, yeah, please. Like, right away. Like I would guess that would be... Unless I think they really will. Really dumb, like, that would be happening because, in that first episode. Because that's half the fun of a military show is that dark humor banter. The banter, right. Like, go back to Predator. Oh, Predator. Yeah. Well, what, and it's just... Th- th- this Movie. isn't... This isn't difficult. You said what a great ship. No. <laughs> yes, Predator. Predator I said, I, I many meant, great ships. I said show, and then you I was like, movie. and then yeah. I corrected yeah. myself. Right. Um, no, it's just, it, it comes back to... Cast Arnold for season two. Yeah, get Arnold in there. He's not doing anything. It, it's supposed to be an action-adventure sci-fi show, and yeah. it's supposed to be fun. Well, and that's that's why... So. And I will say I did enjoy myself these last two. I mean, there was shit in there that I was like... But I enjoyed myself. I liked the... Eh, liked is a strong word. I, I know it's hokey and stupid, but when they zoom into like the first-person perspective, I like it because it's hokey and stupid during the fight at the end of the uh, last episode. Well, okay. We Oops. we can get to that, but what... I'm sorry. Is, I'm jumping ahead. No, I know. We're all... That's just our podcast. We're, we're all, all over the, the map. No one, no one listens to this and expects us to stay on course. That's but... what that's what the Hankinator likes about it. <laughs> Um, he listens to it while he works out. And again, they had another one. They're going. I understand when they're just on the Pelican flying through space. They don't have the helmets on. They're not worried about it, whatever. 
I would have liked it if once they entered like the fucking shit show zone where their bodies are like where Cortana goes. What should have happened is when Cortana was like, you know, when we go through this, your bodies may be spaghettified or whatever she said. And when she explained it right then, they should have looked at each other and all put their helmets on. Oh, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. That would have been funny and it would have made sense. But the faces have to be showing. Like, who is in the vacuum of space? (laughs) And you're about to go into some void of death. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to keep my helmet off. Someone could be watching. I want to make sure they see my I want to look visage. good. Right. <laughs> That's the stuff that, it, again, it, it takes, takes you right you, out. It takes me out of it. So they get to the fucking void of the, you know, Covenant homeworld or whatever. I don't even know where they're supposed to be. And right off the bat, it's like, oh, no, this whole thing is a CG creation. CGI nightmare. <laughs> and it, it looked it looked so it bad. Didn't now, look great. I now like you they're get, on like they're on some platform, right? Yeah. There's some random platform and it's all just like a orange or tan yep. like void. No 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 sort of plant life or anything. And I mean, so Which CG, I will say is fine, but mm. if you whatever you're going to do, you need to do it well. Yes. It shouldn't immediately look like shit. It's also it's space. Yeah. Right? You don't have to necessarily adhere to the laws of, like, a desert. But aren't you supposed to be... They landed on a planet, though. Didn't they show the planet once they got through the void of bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they landed on a planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand it doesn't have to look like Earth, but it should look like a planet. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can go kind of alien with it. You can be creative, is what I'm saying. You could do something more than just, it's brown. (laughs) That's basically what they did. It's tan. It's fine. There's some gravel... And there's some tan. No one else. No one is watching at this point. So just whatever. Who cares? I didn't feel like they cared. So they, yeah. What were you saying, Bob? So they land on the void. It all looks like shit. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like it's whatever. Like that. Like I think CGI stuff bothers you a lot more than it bothers me. Um, I, it, but because it, it's just comical how bad it is. I will say, I don't mean to cut you off again. It should be consistent across the course of a show. Yes, I agree with that. Like if you've established a base level of what your CGI is going to be, at least in the same season. Yes. Like, I'll do go back to it again. That's all I fucking think about. Uh, uh, in season one of The Witcher, the CG is like, oh, you guys are trying. That's cute. But it's that way, and they don't use it a lot. Yeah. Throughout the, the whole season. Season two, it's like, oh, clearly they got a little bit more of a budget and it looks a little bit better. Still not see, great. I didn't see anything in season one of The Witcher that jumped out like this scene did. Well, no, because you're using what I'm they saying. They were also is, a lot though, more dark spaces to cover up any problems. Well, and you're smart about it. It's like, right. okay, if I have to use CG, I can't be everything. You need to have stuff that you can add it to to augment it. Like we were talking about with the first couple of fights that we really liked. So, if you have them just on the Marvel green screen CG nightmare, it looks terrible. I was, yeah, and that was like some. It was all like green screen CGI. It looks so bad. Um, I was fine with how it was all going. Right, they show up, they think they're beating ass. Oh, it turns out there's actually like 
500 elites that were hidden below or something that Cortana didn't detect or whatever the deal was. And then the brutes are showing up and it's all going to shit, right? Mm -hmm. And then McKee hits the artifact to trigger the wave that knocks everyone back because she's still doesn't want to see her boy John get killed, right? Mm -hmm. So she still cares about him. Great dick. Well, didn't you did know that like good enough dick can make you change everything. Oh, yeah. She was changed. Yeah, totally changed allegiances. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was fine with all of that. It was all good. The shit where Master Chief decides we're fucked. I can't kill all these people. So Cortana, you must take over. Was so fucking stupid. I will it say was so dumb. I hated everything about it. This is normally the I there was some show I was watching recently. I can't even remember what it was. I was trying to remember where they normally do this to women on TV shows where they make the woman look inept so the man can show up and save the day, right? And that's essentially what this was, gender flipped, mm-hmm. but it was just so dumb. And well, and it's like we've seen him beat ass. Yes. But one thing I will say is that the show had all been kind of building up to that, okay, he finally trusts her. Great. Yes, but they could There's other ways they could have done it. I a thousand percent agree. Three minutes you. after this show ended, I thought of a way better way you could do this whole scene. But go ahead. Oh no, that was all I was gonna say. It was building that moment of she's like, oh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to come back, and he's like, Nah, I trust you. Okay, that's the moment. You had to get to that moment. Where he he trusts her implicitly. That's kind yeah. of the whole fucking point of the I get relationship. It. No, I get right? what they were doing. I'm not saying they did it well, but I understand kind of why. But then the stuff after was kind of like, well, did just did she take over? Did he die? And she's literally just reanimating well, and his because, corpse. And because she says, "I don't know if I can bring you back." Now, when she takes over and starts murdering everything, the entire scene isn't like, this is so cool. It's just unnerving because what's been proven now is Halsey was right. And we actually don't need you. Right. We can just put any human. Hey, actually, humanity sucks. Yeah, we, we can actually put any human in this suit, put an AI in their head. And go to town. Right. We actually don't need you. You're nothing. You're not special. Doesn't matter that and you that were, always, we all thought you were special. Right. Right. And that was always one of the core aspects of Halo, right? Is that Master Chief is special. He has something that none of the other Spartans do. He's fucking lucky. <laughs> and at well, the end of the herein, day, the, when he flips a coin and he should be fucked, the coin always shows up on his side. Herein lies the issue that I take a lot of times with adaptation you have to find what what is the core of the thing you are trying to adapt right what is the heart of of the matter what do you need to make sure you nail so that if somebody who is a big fan of the thing that you're going to adapt comes into this new thing they'll be like oh yes i recognize these characters i recognize you know master chief like this is this is oh and maybe it's a little bit different of a story but that's fine as long as that those core kind of things are there, we're in business. Yeah. And it sounds like they did not do that for you at all. I, I just, I hated it. And what was especially stupid 
is that again it actually makes Cortana look dumb too because so what I would have done I thought of this literally two minutes after this whole thing ended okay because it's so much easier and it would have made everyone look better Mm -hmm. because it would have made Cortana look smarter which is what she's supposed to be the brains of the operation what they should have done is when Chief starts to suggest take over my body you can do it I can't touch the artifact you can what they should have done is Cortana should have been like, you know, her he, you could even have him say, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And that and whatever, you could change the dialogue up however you want to do it to make the moment hit emotionally. But what Cortana should have done is said something like, actually, I have a better idea. And right then the fucking pelican swoops in under her control, starts going to town just like it did. Master Chief goes to town just like he did. And then what you do is he just keeps murdering the shit out of everyone while Vanek grabs uh, Riz, drags her ass on the ship. And then who else have you been bringing along this season? Who have you shown is strong as all fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kai gets up and is like, you know what? Fuck this. She grabs the artifact. She drags it on the fucking ship. And now we're off and gone, and everything happened the same way, except it's not fucking stupid. It's not stupid. I got really annoyed. And then everyone used to look like a badass, too. Right. Well, well that I- was kind of the big problem I had with it. It was like, you know, this is your first season of the show. Like, you should be sending people off on a really fucking high note. And it did seem a bit like... Not oh. punk keeps the belt, but makes Roman look strong. Nice analogy. We need you to make him look strong. I know. <laughs> Fifteen other fucking people have told me. I got it. And then you know, I, God knows how many episodes there's going to be of Cortana trying to bring John's mind back or whatever. Well, you would really Hopefully hope that it's, it's like not long. let's just this needs to be taken care of in the first episode. It won't be, but it should be. Like the other the, thing that that you got just you end the season you end the season though on like a negative note. Well, everybody right? looks like chumps. It's, it's like it's like a cliffhanger, but it's a shitty cliffhanger. And you can do unhappy cliffhangers on television. Shows, oh, Breaking Bad used to do that shit all the time. It doesn't have to be the first season. No, like, you're just supposed to have won. You won. You went in. You got the artifact. You got the fuck out of there. Everyone's alive. Yeah, Riz did, got beat up pretty bad. You did the Empire ending when you should have done the New Hope ending. Yeah. I think, too, I mean, if you were going to have them get overwhelmed, you really needed to throw a lot more at them. Because it didn't seem like it, there was that much. And well, they were fine. And they were like, oh, my God, we're fucked. He was like, really? Now you're fucked. And I think... They should have. It should have been more like you know in that middle episode battle scene where they're trying to get out of there with the artifact or whatever the mm-hmm. deal was, and Chief's like, "I can't let Kai die." It should have been like more like that, where Chief should have just got the resolve. Right, you just get the magical fucking television show hero resolve right. of like, "Fuck this!" You hulk up. I'm yeah. not losing this fight, and he just starts whipping out like. He should have been like, he's whipping out sniper rifles and just fucking plowing people in the head all over the place. Alex, like the sword was right there. This could have grabbed the sword and started going to town on all these brutes and elites. There, there was so much there that they could have done that would have been so much better. 
and instead we got to end the season. Like, and you still could have done it, right? Where Cortana and Chief are flying off on the Pelican at the end after they've saved everyone. They worked together to save the day. And you could have had some line right there where Chief looks at Cortana and whatever you want him to say, or maybe they just give each other a glance just a look. of just like, All right. un- uh, together, we got we're it. unstoppable. Right? I was also annoyed, though, that, uh, 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 what's her name, McKee just kind of existed to die. If she's dead. She's just dead. because she got a shot. Uh, it's, maybe it's not, TV, but it's TV. It's TV, show. It's sure. TV show rules. We didn't see the body get like incinerated. Truth. That's <laughs> so, fair. That's a fair point you got shoot, there. We're, we're, we're in space. We're in advanced technology society. Sure. She ate one shot to the torso. Sure, that's true. She could be alive. What annoyed me, though, was it was just like, oh, okay, she has sex with Master Chief. Yeah, well, the, she yeah. comes in and then we murder her immediately. Yeah, okay. the whole McKee storyline went from like nothing is happening to everything. Like mm-hmm. Chief turns her in like an episode and a half with the power of his master cock. Well, and that's, like, the, that's part of the other problem, right? Is it's like there's stuff like that. That needs to happen gradually over yeah, time. Yeah, ideally. She's been, like, and she wasn't exactly high on humanity at first either. No, she hated him. Because her life fucking sucked. So, and then she gets taken by the Covenant, and it's like, oh, I'm special, I'm something. Fuck these assholes. And then it's, what, like, a day, a couple that's days. The, that's the thing. She's, you know, what are we supposed to believe when she's in the fucking slave camp or whatever? How old is she supposed to be? Like, She's pretty young. Eight? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. However young she's supposed to be, now she's a grown woman. So let's assume she's at least 18. Sure. I'm just going to say for the sake of argument, there's she's at least been with the covenant, the covenant for at least 10 years. Just for the sake of argument. Sure, sure. So they've been treating her good this whole time. She's been led to believe she's oh, you're in a position yeah. of authority. Yeah. They've indoctrinated her. She's all in on mm-hmm. the great journey. She's yeah. the blessed one. They've been nice to her. She's had like all these other people under her command, even if in the end they're just going to murder her because she's a stupid human. But she doesn't know that. Right. And they've always treated her well. She hangs out with Master Chief for like two days in a prison cell and is like, whatever you want, John. I climbed that tree. It was fucking incredible. Well, and the really funny thing about that is that you show Master Chief bucking off his indoctrination over the course of several episodes. Over the course of the whole season. So you're doing something, the same thing with these two people with wildly different timelines. Yeah. But she is a woman, and she did get fucked, so. She filled her purpose. There we go. Male showrunner, by the way. Chuck. Yeah. Can we just get on the halo and have the flood arrive and just have like episode after episode of fucking shit going crazy? Well, and no. I will say, I will say I was wrong. I was thought I was sure we were going to get to the halo by the end of uh, this, the end of the season. And I thought reach would be glassed, but what the fuck do I know? Yeah, I, this show sucks. I mean, what else is there to say? Alex, you were you were you were getting there, and then they they tore oh, it all away. Don't get me wrong; we're still watching. It, <laughs> don't even shake your head. I'll read I'll read the summary on Wikipedia. Don't even shake your head. We're watching it. It's great podcast content. It's gonna be at least a year, so it's gonna be a while. And who knows? 
maybe it won't suck I did, next season. I did. I was trying to think, like, is there a way I could get away with, like, just listening to the episode while I run? That way I at least don't have to. I was, like, we were not looking forward to these two episodes. Like, we were putting, obviously, we put it off until today but, but to watch them. But didn't you kind of have hope, though, after episode eight? Alex! Weren't you, like, this show yes. is actually finally moving in the I right direction? I had my phone down. I had, like, my hand on my cheek, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm like, into what's, I told you. I was yeah. into what's no, happening. No, she did. She actually really enjoyed that. And then it was like... And, okay. then, and, that's, and when I watched episode eight, you know, I watched it a week ago, so I had a week to sit on it. And I sure. was like, I was, it's, I'm not acting like this was like a 10 out of 10 episode. No, 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 But no, I no, was, no. but I was It was good for this it. show. For this show, it was clearly, if not the best episode, one of like the two best episodes. And I don't think I hated the finale as much as you guys did. I don't even know, I, I don't even know that I'd say that I hated it. I, but... It was like Mass Effect 3. I was all good until <laughs> the last it's... five minutes. The last it, five minutes were so bad it ruined the whole episode. It was just kind of your your because that's what we got to sit on until there's a new season. I know, I know. So yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it is good. It is but good podcasting material. Here's, but if we weren't going to do the podcast. We would definitely not be watching it anymore. Here's the core problem, and I've talked about this before. People have been waiting for how long for any sort of halo tv show or movie how long has it been but have people been waiting for yes it? the Are fans you kidding? i think i don't know this is a major franchise I, even okay. if microsoft doesn't Here, treat it like it's a major franchise it's a major i mean franchise. i i guess I, I guess here's here's my thing i absolutely love mass effect and i think you could do a good show of it but I'm not sitting here waiting for it. Like, I'm not even... I don't necessarily even desire it. But the difference is, in Mass Effect, you got a ton of story and dialogue. In Halo, mm -hmm. the opportunity was there to go and take what's already there and fill in the gaps with more story. You've got a framework, right? Yeah. And it's like when you hear, oh, they're thinking of it... Because they've been talking about adapting something... Sure. since it came out right so it's like oh the, it, it's the possibility like oh wouldn't it be cool if like x y and z happened mm. well remember when they were first talking about a movie they it was like spielberg was gonna produce it and there's the guy who did district nine the neil director neil bloom something whatever yeah whatever district nine is, guy which was a good movie and so people are like okay this guy knows how to do sci-fi he knows how to do it on a limited budget, even though this really shouldn't have a limited budget, but it does. It's good, though. I would rather somebody coming from, I am good with working within the constraints that I have. Because that, yeah. to me, that is where the, the true the kind of... The creativity and the art is made. Because it's like, it can't all be like the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, where it's just like, well, we'll just CGI everything. It doesn't so, matter. Nothing matters. We'll I just CGI I think when people heard the names attached to it, they got excited, right? And then that project just died in developmental hell or whatever happened. But it's kind of like now when we hear that, oh, um, Taika Watiti is going to do something. Or we hear, uh, who did Peacemaker? Um, James, James Gunn. James Gunn. When you hear James Gunn is going to do something, it's like, okay, 
these are people who are really good. Who I trust. And right. you know they're more than likely not going to be involved with something that's shit. You know how much I trust Taika these days? This is probably like a couple of years ago when that that's stupid. They are still floating the idea of an Akira movie. And it's like, please never do that ever. But they were like, oh, Taika's attached. And I was like, okay. I don't think I can watch that still. But now I have a glimmer of hope. <laughs> Because if you're going to tell that kind of a story, I, I kind of trust Taika to do that. Yeah. Because he's a good director and and can do that. My, my core issue, again, and it's kind of like the same reason I'm not dying to see that Last of Us TV show on HBO, even though mm-hmm. I think that's probably going to end up being better than this is. But You have Pedro Pascal in it. It's going to be better than this was. I just feel like, you know, again, Last of Us, there's a ton of story in those two games. Yeah. So there's not as, they're probably, it's probably going to be more of a retelling and maybe you add some characters that weren't there originally, sort of situation. So I'm not dying to see that, but people, I mean, you could say what you want. People have wanted a Halo adaptation of some sort, but they didn't want this. I can guarantee you most people didn't want this. And if I'm Microsoft, I just don't know what the point was other than I guess to make some easy money on the licensing. Because it just, to me, the whole thing, what it's ended up being after a season, it's an embarrassment. It should be, this should be a very good show, not, oh God, one episode's good, one episode's bad. One episode's kind of good. You want it you want it to be really more bad. you want it to be more prestige TV, right? Yeah. Where they're actually like giving a shit about it and 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 treating it with and I think part of it is they're like, "Oh, it's a video game." People are like, "Oh, who fucking cares?" We don't care. Who cares a shit? Yeah, I and which is why it's so fucking hard to get a decent adaptation of a video game. I'm just amazed that companies won't let something happen for so long and then they let an an adaptation of some sort happen and it ends up being like so stupid. Like with Sony doing the Uncharted movie and it's like this looks so bad and from everything I heard it was bad and it's like this is one of your big franchises, you know? Like, why are you letting this happen? I don't Especially know he... because you're Sony, and you should be able to produce this thing in-house yeah. to make sure it's good. But I think that's kind of goes to show the contempt that they have for kind of the core gaming, whatever, because they're like, oh, well, you'll just... It's got the name of your thing slapped on there. Well, and... It, you'll what, come and watch it what are the What are the consequences for the main product? There really aren't any. Like, because the Halo TV show's bad does not mean people are going to stop playing Halo. I don't think you're pulling any new eyes, though. No, you're not achieving your goal. But I mean, I, I, I don't agree with the strategy or like the the general approach to it. Um, at least as because we're again, we're also making the assumption that Microsoft really didn't give a shit. It is also possible that they thought this plan was good. Well, and I mean, ninety million dollars is not a small amount of money. No, it's not. So. You know, somebody at some point thought this was good. Well, and people aren't like somebody. Yeah, like you said, somebody thought it was good. Like they're not pushing. If it's if they think it's bad, 
there's going to be reshoots, and they're going to try and make it good. They're going to try and salvage it in some way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if they thought this was... I, like I said at the beginning, I think they're trying to make a show that's everything to everybody, and they're abandoning the 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 core kind of values and, like, the soul of what Halo should be. I mean, what do, here's the only thing I'll say about season two beyond bitching about not wanting to watch it. Um, there are shows... That have had a his there is a history of shows where season one did not go very well, and they were picked up and reworked. Parks and Rec is probably the best example of a show that had a really rough first season and fixed itself. Oh, yeah. Well, because the they show, came the in. show is fixable. Sure. Yes. Are they going to fix it? Are these people going to fix it? I doubt it. If it's the same people who are writing and producing and directing, I don't know that you have much hope. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Who they, knows? I mean, because they could look at, I think, because it got, it was it renewed before the first episode even came out? Yeah. Okay. So what they're, they don't, their entire reason for it being out there has nothing to do with the quality of it. So if they're, if they look at the numbers and say, wait a minute. We saw this much drop off over those episodes. That's not good. They could fire everyone and I bring in new people. I would love to see the viewership numbers for this show because I bet you by the finale, I bet you it's one eighth of what the first episode was. I bet you it's way down. Well, and we'll see what happens because you can come in and just be like, "All right, well, we, you know, we want to continue with this. You're all fired, but you know, that's what they should do. Thanks for trying. They should appreciate the effort. Well, and you got to figure out where the, you know, the source because if if you renew a show before it even touches the first eyeball, um, you're reacting to hype. You're reacting to people want to watch this the weird thing about the hype though is at least in my spheres like uh sass when I, I we were talking about here she messaged me and she was listening like the first time we talked about it she's like i did no fucking idea that there was going to be a halo tv show now granted she's not but i think to alex's point there are people oh no there right? are but i'm just saying usually because we run in those nerd spheres if there's something like that happening you've at least heard of it think think about how many people have probably played every single Halo game? That should be the target audience. And then no, you, it shouldn't. And then you grow out the casuals from there with a great show. Yes, it should. Because uh, I if disagree. You can, because let's say, how many people do you think have played like all the mainline Halo games? No clue. Let's just make Millions. up a number. <laughs> 20 million. Okay, let's go with that. If you can get half of those people to tune in for the first episode Mm -hmm. and it's great they're gonna go tell all their other friends that love halo it's fucking great and the show's gonna grow and then those people who are loved that love halo who think the fucking halo show's great they're gonna tell all the people who've never seen halo in their fucking lives who have no idea who the master chief is yada yada to go watch this show no see i disagree with you on that because and here's why because if you as a wrestling fan say, hey, I know you're not a wrestling fan, but you should come and check this out. I'm going to say, no, you're a wrestling fan. Of course you like it. 
Uh, wrestling. Different. No, it's, it's the same thing. Because if you as a if you as a gamer He's come to me, Alamo hot. G- come to me and say you should watch this Halo show. It's really good. I'm gonna say you're a gamer. I'm not a gamer. I don't care about your gaming shit. But the, you want to bring up Game of Thrones? That would be if like if you said, "Oh, I know you've never read these books, but the TV show's great." Am I gonna say, "Well, I'm not a book reader." I will say though, I do think word of mouth. Word of mouth wrestling, is good. wrestling is its own thing. Wrestling, wrestling is so is, niche that's only gonna ever. Obviously, be so if good. I went up to, I could go up to any of my friends and be like, "Hey, you want to watch this wrestling thing with me?" They'd be like, "No, I'm not watching wrestling." Yeah, I think if you come in and it's like, hey, I, I don't know if you say you're a gamer. I think it's more, this is a good well, TV show. I think you would like it. You should check it out. And also, here's the reality. You're talking about wrestling. Wrestling, I know you're just trying to make a comparison, but wrestling is such a tiny niche entertainment product yeah. that like, essentially maybe 2 million people on the whole planet indulge in. Okay? Gaming... Everyone's a gamer but at this point. Independent of gaming, if it's a good show, uh, yeah, our flag right. means death. They had no advertising. No one gave a shit about that. Came comes on HBO Max. Okay, we'll see. Maybe it's a thing. Oh, we're we doing a thing. They're doing a thing. And word of mouth for that exploded by the ending. Mm-hmm. So and word of mouth with a show. Word of mouth is big. And look at Game of Thrones. It's not like everyone read those books. Each one on its own is like a fucking library. Like you gotta, these are not like small time investments. Most people didn't read those books, especially before that show came. Not before. I think there were people that had. I think the show, wor- the show created the show worked, a lot of new fans. Worked effectively as an advertising for those books. Yes, which was the point. The yes. point is just and, to and, sell and more when, stuff. And when Game of Thrones first came on HBO, people weren't like over the moon, like, oh my God, Game of Thrones, I can't wait. Holy shit, this is going to be so awesome. That show grew over time. Yeah. And then it cratered when it got really bad. <laughs> I think the the coming in and being like, oh, you're a gamer. Like, that's that's a the wrong way of looking at it. I think it's just, it's a word of mouth thing. I'm just and saying, I, think I'm it, just saying I, thing, I don't think, I don't think, they make TV shows with the you know I don't think they make shows or movies that are adaptations of other media with the people who consume that first media as their primary target because that's already a, a known audience. I think you're right when it's books and the book might have a very small audience in comparison to what they're going for. Yeah, but video, a book isn't going to get slated for adaptation unless it has a, it, it sold a lot, a lot of shit. A lot of books get adapted that people have never read. I mean, it's like just they might just come along and grab something. I think there's a can, sizable amount of people who have read them, though. Sure. Because you're not just like, I'm going to pick a random book that, hit, that sold five copies and adapt that. Because the whole, like I said before, it's all in, in uh, 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 I can't think of the phrase I'm looking for, but it's it's advertising. It's, okay, if the movie is good, then we're going to sell more books. If the Halo show is good, in theory, you should be pushing more people to either the games or the novels or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's all to just sell, like, sell you one more stuff. And I think what we're saying is they failed. Yeah, I agree. And on I, a I, fundamental level. I'm just, I guess I'm just saying my argument would be more like I'm a gamer. If I come to someone and I say who never plays video games and I'm like, hey, you would really love Halo. They'd be like, well, why would I play that? I don't play any video games. 
I think that would be like a more apt comparison. When you're talking about a TV show, everyone watches TV. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's more. It's, it's just whether it's good or not. If it's and a if good it's TV like the show, type of thing you enjoy, then it, it, it's like anything. If it's a good movie, the it'll like the, what was it, everything everywhere all at once. That's like still in theaters, and it's all because of word of mouth. Because nobody fucking knew what that was. Hey, speaking of bad CG, Ooh. Erica, did you watch the She-Hulk trailer? I have not, but I have seen pictures. Because I'm just like, I one, I just don't care. And two, <laughs> well, two, I, I think it's She-Hulk. She can be a little beefier. I agree. And three, you, you knew it was going to look like shit. No, I didn't. Really? If it was a DC property... I would go in with the assumption that maybe the CG is going to be average to mediocre because that's a lot of DC stuff is like that. Sure. Have we ever seen any Marvel property movie or TV show that looked like that? No, but I, I will tell you why it looks that way is because instead of just getting a, a beefy lady, painting her green it, it that's a that's a makeup person and a makeup person is in a union and you have to actually pay them a cgi person is working for slave wages while chained to their desk somewhere I, I it's think, significantly cheaper i think in but re- alex didn't you know that they're it'll look better when the tv show comes out they're gonna fix it it's just the trailer I think there is some hope that they're going to see that there's a lot of negative reaction. A sonic reaction, if you will. It's not that bad, but they... I feel bad for the actress from what I I saw. Well, I'm going to be surprised if they let it come out in this condition. Because, like, I watched, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier... I watched Hawkeye, and those shows had CG, maybe less than this show will, but they had CG, and nothing looked like this. I mean, I saw that trailer. I was like, talk about taking you out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was, it was, was straight out of a video game. Like, that's what I, that's like what I would expect if they made a She-Hulk video game. Well, and you're thinking it's like, you're Disney. It's Marvel. Yeah. You, guys, you guys have money. Well, and here's the thing. My argument would be, if you want to look at it forward-facing, if the plan is to have She-Hulk in the movies, mm-hmm. if if you're going to have She-Hulk showing up in an Avengers movie or in whatever, you, they're not going to let this model go on a, on, a t- on a movie screen. I guarantee you they're oh, no, not. No, no, no. So if they did that, then they would go and they would spend the time to make a model that looks like as good as the Hulk one does. Well, they're doing their own thing in the movie, right? And clearly, like, when you see them in the shots, they just took the Hulk model from the movies and they're using it on the TV show, right? Because all the work's already been done. It's there. And so if the plan, if and I'm assuming they would know at this point, if the plan is, oh, we're doing this She-Hulk TV show for the purpose of setting up the character to have her show up on movies, then clearly they're going to invest the time in, at some point. You know, she is going to show up in the movies, but you know what it's going to be? It's going to be they get in trouble and they need a lawyer. And that's going to be the extent of her role in the movies. Maybe, but I, I just come on. Oh, I was waiting for you to hit us with the uh, the Harvey Birdman theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe, and you might be right, but if, you have a couple if, lawyers to choose from, though. Mm, Daredevil's yes. a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, you need a team of lawyers. <gasps> this, this, <laughs> the next powered team of lawyers. I would watch that. Marvel's show. the Pelican Brief. <laughs> a, a Law and Order type, like procedural with She Hulk and fucking Daredevil. I will tune in for that if we can get Colbert on board. Yeah, Colbert will be there. We'll do it. And the whole time. Two people that are very prone to anger have to try to hold it together. Yes. <laughs> you see them just sitting there. Okay, like... see, I wasn't interested. Now I'm interested on what we just came up oh, yeah, with. Yeah, I, I, like, give us a show. We could do a show. And I think, okay, I think to me, what I've never read any comics or anything like that for She-Hulk, but what's interesting to me about She-Hulk is that unlike the Hulk, or unlike Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner does not enjoy that he's the Hulk for the most part. Maybe every once in a while he comes around and, okay, he's happy he's the Hulk now. But generally, Bruce Banner is very sulky about being the Hulk. Sure, She-Hulk is different, right? Because maybe at first she's not into it, but generally She-Hulk enjoys that she's the fucking Hulk. You know, that's why she just stays in that form all the time because it's like, I'm the fucking Hulk. Like, this is cool, you know, and it's a much more lighthearted character who's into what's going on. Well, because everything doesn't have to be dark and brooding all the time. And and you went like this is the thing you went and you got a great actress to play this character. Don't hamstring her with this stupid CGI model that looks like shit and can barely emote and stands out in every every scene they showed that character in. Look like shit. It looked like shit. <laughs> so I'm going to be surprised if they let it release in that state because... I mean, at this point, you can't because there's been all this backlash. I mean, at Disney, they'll do it. I mean, the you could. And the I whole thing is people are still going to watch it. I, all I was going to say originally was, to me, if the plan is to have She-Hulk, actual She-Hulk, not like the lawyer showing up in a movie, but actual She-Hulk show up in movies. Single female lawyer. You know they're going to spend the time to make the model good then. Why not just do it now and then you have it? Because it costs money now. We're not going to do that. It's just so- We're not going to do that. I saw that trailer and I was like, I'm still interested in this show just because I love that actress. Well, you like her, right? But fuck, you're making it hard, <laughs> you know? And then the whole idea of the show looks kind of fun, right? Like she's she's enjoying being She-Hulk. She's going around having a good time. She's trying to date. Like she's trying to be a lawyer and not just kill everyone. Like it's kind of like a fun time. And they, they should like, there was this one scene where, you know, Bruce is trying to get her to turn into the Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. And he puts her in, like, this chamber of death. <laughs> and she's about to get killed, so she turns into the Hulk and, like, bashes the chamber open. And she's like, he's like, yes! And then she starts to, like, rip open the door to come at him. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, that's, like, there's hope. I still think the show itself is going to be good. It's just but hard. But the CG is so bad. When you're coming in and it's like, you guys really didn't care about this. And who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised. Because remember, the show doesn't come out till like August, like the middle of August. So in theory, if they throw a bunch of money at it, there's time. 
or if they want to delay the show. Yeah, you've got the you got the animators chained to the desks. That, yeah. that well, they'll, just they'll at call, your whim. They'll they be can fine. Call in the slave labor if right. they want. They'll to. be fine. I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'm a little surprised they showed that though, because I cannot ever remember anything Marvel that looked like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could, it, show. it could it could it could also have been strategic. It could have been to generate press. Well, no. Well, that could be, but it could also be, you know, we want to know. We want to know how how little we can spend at mm-hmm. this point, you know. And we gotta let's see if we put this out there. How bad is the reaction going to be? It's going to cost this much to get it to like the final state to put out a trailer but we'd really like to get the trailer out now to start generating buzz it's a it's a calculated risk and you know the how many people are bitching about it online versus how many people looked at it and said yeah it looks a little funny but i'll watch it and that's what ultimately those are the people they really want well i'll get into your point about can we get some muscles on this lady like she's basically just tall. Well, like, and from what I heard, you like it was not what two, three years ago. We were all thirsting over the giant woman from the Resident Evil game. Give oh, me yeah. a give me a giant woman, and the internet That's will like be less like less than a year ago. Oh right? yeah, that was a long time ago. Like, come on, giant buff, like yeah, looks like she could crack your fucking head with her thighs. Oh. Like that's that's the internet is just like I I heard the internet come just from you saying that, like th- this isn't this shouldn't be difficult. Well, and I even saw people I saw people joking around like at the end of the trailer she takes some guy back to her apartment and she's in the She Hulk form and she picks him up and she's carrying him into the bedroom. It's like this huge dude and she's carrying him and I saw people joking around like that awakened something in me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. Like, people are into that shit, man. You want to tap into that. Yeah, I think my my two complaints would be, one, the CG just stares out like a sore thumb. And two, can we give her, if she's going to be, like, just tall and slender, let's at least give her some definition. Yeah. Like, they could have got Gina Carano. I heard she's not doing nothing. <laughs> Go talk to, uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman and uh, Tessa Thompson. Get her on that. Get those arms going. Yeah, if Natalie Portman can buff up for a movie, you can buff the CGI. Yes. All right. I'll give you I'll give you a comparison. Because I think people want this, right? Like, not that, like, you know, you get the people out there who are like, oh, now we got to make every woman so masculine, yada, yada, whatever. Just having some muscles doesn't make you masculine. I know. But, but I'm just. I know. I'm I know you don't think that. Advocate. I know. I know. But I'll give you a comparison because, you know, what have we seen for all these years in, like, the Dragon Ball TV shows? Just all dudes beating the shit out of each other. And every once in a while, Bulma does something or maybe Chi-Chi does something. But generally, it's more Android like Android 18 a, is there. Yeah, right. Android 18. Every once in a while, you get a woman who wants to beat some people up. Sure. But generally, we didn't really get much of that. And then we got Kefla. And she goes super sane. And all of a sudden, Kefla's like fucking built. She's got like a six pack. She looks like she's ready to do some killing. And people love that character. 
I mean, if if there are whiny bitch babies out there who feel very emasculated seeing, you know, yeah. a, a buff as fuck woman, I, I think they're in the very small minority. But it is just kind of like, she she's the Hulk. She's a Hulk. Hulk! <laughs> it's right fucking there! And maybe she'll get mad and get more muscular. I don't know. But we'll see. the base form is like a little bit like, you guys could have at least given her some definition or something. Yeah, something. Well, but, it's not like, I mean, just look at Mark Ruffalo versus his Hulk. And you Mark, don't think of Mark Ruffalo as like a buff dude, right. you know? Um, Bob, you said you had some topics, right? Give me one of them. Uh, so I saw, sticking in the entertainment and the Marvel realm, um, I saw today something about um, some Sony executive was in an interview and he said, well, you know, we hope we can do a sequel to Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, you mean the movie that made $2 billion during a pandemic? You hope you can make a sequel to that? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I somehow I, <laughs> I, I think, somehow I think that'll get made. I, I think your 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 Make-A-Wish will come true. Like. <laughs> it, it was just it was a ridiculous premise. And, and the point of the article was supposed to be that, oh, they're not sure if they can get Tom Holland back. Okay, but if you don't get Tom Holland back, you just hire a new Spider-Man. Right. And really, Marvel's not going to deal. Tom Holland doesn't want all that money after anymore. two billion dollars. Like, two on. billion. Let's not be stupid. Let's, let's not be stupid. Two billion with a B. Let's not be stupid. I still haven't watched it, but I haven't either. I've seen the end of it. Oh, I've read what happens. Yeah. Because who could possibly care? But two billion dollars worth. I'm not going to be grudge people going to the movies. No. If you want to go, you go see. We, the world is a fucking shit stain. If you want to go and watch the uh, three Spider-Man going Spider-Man. In and fighting uh, uh, Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina and whoever the fuck else shows up, by all means, Jamie Foxx, I think, is fucking around in that. Yep. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Make your wildest fanfic crossover dreams come true. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Everything is garbage. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know. so the article talked a little bit about, um, like, uh, you know, yeah, they just weren't sure they could get everyone. I don't know if just contracts were up or whatever, but it, uh, Did they not enjoy money. Well, and so this was the part that was like the most laughable and he was like, well, you know, uh, you know, obviously the talent care about money, like, of course they do but you know i think at their core they really care about the stories that they're trying to tell oh god and no no well here's the thing i mean you know tom holland and zendaya i'm sure they've been well compensated for these spider-man movies they've done Mm -hmm. but after all the money the last one made and the ones previous to that made i'm sure they're due for a massive raise yes if, especially if they're not under contract already. Yeah. So they haven't made so much money in their careers that they could say no to like a $50 million payday or something. I mean, it would be interesting to see what what the payday would be for it. Um, but uh, no, it's... But how many times have you seen people come back 
for just garbage movies. Yeah. You know, it's like money moves, man. Like the there are actors who enjoy who really want to do good movies, but do, they don't turn down the shit movies. Right. You know, or or the the not as creatively satisfying movies. The only, like there are so few exceptions. Like you got like Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like the one who he only takes the movies that he thinks are actually like the cream of the crop. Um, everybody, it's like Matt People, Damon's the great example. Yeah, people who have endless money who could never spend all their money like your George Clooney's or your Tom Hanks or mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's, they do fucking stinkers because they backed up the dump truck of money. Well, and you know, it, it it's it's the dump truck full of money, but also... I mean, I've I've never worked on a set. I I don't know anything about how that world is. I have to imagine, though, if you're Tom fucking Hanks, being on set shooting a movie is probably pretty fun. You got people yeah. fawning over you left yeah. and right. You basically do whatever the fuck you want. You got to show up and read your line. <laughs> like... It's easy money. So, like, turning it down just because it's not creatively fulfilling, it's like, it's just not a thing people do. Yeah. So, it's, other than the rare exception, like you said. Right. So, it, it was just kind of this laughable premise of of this article. It's like, what are you trying to, like, is, is Tom Holland playing hardball on his, uh, on his pay and, uh, are you trying to shame him in the, yeah. uh, like, I don't know. Or, or do you, do you, are you trying to like, or, you know, is Zendaya holding out and you don't, you want to bring both of them back because they kids, they work together. I don't know. It was just, it was kind of a, kind of a goofy, kind of a goofy premise. I saw so I had originally not been interested. You know how they're doing like a change of how the PlayStation Plus service works and they're yep. adding tiers onto it that give you more content essentially. Um, sort of like a Game Pass type of thing. A little bit different in some ways. Um, and I had originally been not been like that interested in it for the extra money just because, you know there wasn't really that much extra on there and it didn't seem like Sony was going to really put a lot of their first party stuff on there. And then they released another list this week of, Oh, actually here's a, what's coming to it in the, in the middle tier, because the upper tier is basically just like streaming like PS one and PS two and PS three games and stuff like that. And I just can't bring myself to care, especially for extra money. But I saw the middle tier and I was like, Okay, now we're talking because they're going to put stuff on there like um, the Death Stranding game, mm-hmm. um, Demon's Souls, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, like other stuff that I've already played like Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, you know, Bloodborne, um, you know, but they're putting the two Spider-Man games on there. You know, they're they're actually putting Returnal, you know, they they actually really are putting... 
a lot of stuff on there now, especially from their first party catalog, which is really the main reason for me to own a PlayStation. This is kind um, of like Game Pass? Yeah, it's sort of. So I think it's cheaper. It's like, so right now they have their kind of Xbox Live Gold competitor, which is uh, PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same price, like $60 a year. You get a few free games every month. You get access to multiplayer or stuff like that. Um, they're coming out with another, they're coming out with two more tiers. One's like, I forget their names. I think it's like PlayStation plus extras. There's essentially a tier one, two, and three. Sure. So the Xbox live gold, like competitor is your tier one Mm -hmm. and that's like 60 a year, I think. And then you have, um, the middle tier, which is more like a kind of a game pass competitor where there's going to be third party stuff on there. And all those games I just mentioned, like a lot of first party stuff. And that's like a hundred a year, I think. So it's not that much more expensive. Well, and, and if you're playing at least two games a year. Right. And uh then they and then there's there's like a say. tier three, and that's going to enable you to stream a lot of the old games, like whatever PS one, PS two, and PS three games they toss on there. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to stream those. You don't you can't actually download them because why would we do anything right? But, you know, and that service is that's that tier is like 120 or 130 or something like that. So I'm not interested at all in that one because I don't care about that stuff. But I think the middle one is interesting because, like, kind of like you said, you know, those are I just named like five or six games that I want to play, but I've just been waiting for them to come down in price because right. I'm not falling all over myself to pay $70 for Demon Souls. Right. Um, Especially while I have other things that I want to play. Uh, but, you know, for $100 a year when I'm already paying 60 a year, so essentially we're saying another 40 a year. Um, you know, if I play one or two of those games... It's worth it. Now it's worth it. Sure. So it's sort of, you know, they're they're making it a more interesting service, I would say, with what they've added to it. Well, you got to be competitive, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's weird. It's weird because they're not like really competing. Like all the all the different video game manu- console manufacturers, they're oddly like not competing in a way, but they are because you're competing for people's time and attention and money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Nintendo's off doing their own thing that's like completely disconnected from what Sony and Microsoft are doing, mm-hmm. and then Microsoft is really they're mostly just focused on how many people can we get on xbox game pass that seems to be all they care about and then you have sony who they're still in the more like traditional business model of we want to sell as many consoles as we possibly can and we want to sell as many first party games as we possibly can so they're all kind of playing different games Mm -hmm. but they're all still also competing because if you, you you don't have endless time to play everything yeah just seven-year-old games that no one gives a shit about anymore at least that's the way i roll (laughs) (laughs) well and look you know uh erica's talking about the witcher 3 for people that don't know (laughs) i think the the few people who listen to this podcast at least one of them knows that i'm playing the Um, witcher 3 and that was a great game you know i'm thoroughly enjoying myself yeah tell me about it erica there's a lot it's a lot. I haven't played something like that. It, it gives me Skyrim vibes, right? Where it's just... I mean, I am interested in the main quest because I'm coming into it from a... Uh, I really like the show. I really like the books. So I care about the characters. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I actually care what happens to these people. I'm interested in doing the main quest so I can see my buddies. 
Whereas in like a Skyrim, I'm like, who gives a shit? I don't care about that. I'm going to do all the fun side shit and then come back super over leveled and like plow through all this crap, which is how I played Skyrim. I don't know if that's mm. how you played Skyrim. Um, It's been, yeah, who the fuck knows? I guess I tend to do, I tend to do side stuff as I come across it for the most part in so, any game. Yeah. I kind of take like, I'll be like, okay, let me do like a couple main quests or like further that a little bit. And then I'll be like, okay, let me take a break. Let me go do some, because there's just so much, right? You've yeah. got like the contracts and there's like the treasure hunts. And then there was figuring out like, because the combat I would say is pretty simple, but it's like. Mistakes will be punished. Yes. Very, very harshly. My uh, uh, run in and just brute force shit really doesn't work. No. Which is unfortunate. Not against certain enemies. No, but I think I've kind of figured that out. Um, I think it's captured the spirit of the books and the, like, not so much the show, but the books very well. Um, in that any choice you make usually is just the wrong choice and fucks at least a couple people, if not an entire village. <laughs> um which uh, a friend of mine is playing through it uh, also, and she just keeps, you know, she coming back, she's like, oh, I'm pretty sure I made the wrong choice there. I'm like, nah, dude, that's just on par with those fucking books. Well, and there are, like, I'm trying to remember, I think there are something like, you know, most of the choices really don't matter. Like, you can kind of just do whatever To you the want. overarching, right. I think there are specific... I think, I think I've heard there are something like seven, I think I remember there being something like seven or eight decisions... That actually do matter for the ending of the game. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. As soon as we're done here, I'm probably going to go up and play for a couple hours. Because that's just kind of been my evenings. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. But have, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Have you... So, have you been doing... One of the things about that game that's like sort of mildly annoying is if you wait too long to do a quest, like you out-level the quest too much... You get no XP from it then. Really? Have you noticed that? I haven't noticed that. Okay, so when you That's go good to know, though, because I have some stuff. I'm at, like, level 15 or 16 right mm -hmm. now. And I have some stuff that's, like, like maybe one or two quests that are, like, level 7 or level 9. Ooh, you might want to get on those. So maybe I should go do them so I could get so a little XP. I, what I seem to remember is if you go look at, like, the quest log or whatever it's called in that game, the journal, you know, whatever games call it. Mm -hmm. Um... The, the quests will have a color associated with them. Mm -hmm. And I seem to, it's kind of like your usual color grading, which is like red means you do this. It's going to be a big fucking struggle and you're probably going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. Yellow's sort of like normal. Orange is like it might be a little hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do that like, with the enemies. Too. Yeah. Like green is like, okay, this is probably going to be pretty easy. And then gray is what I'm talking about. So if you see a quest that's gray, you've waited too long to do it. You're not going to get anything. And you're not going to get any XP for it. Okay. <laughs> so Good to know. You might as well still do it just to clear it out. But Oh, no. That's a... If yeah. you see, yeah, if you see quests start to go like green... Get down there and do Go it. do them. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Because, yeah, I have one or two that are like level seven and level nine, I want to say. Because I'm in Novigrad right now, and I've just been, like, so enthralled with it that I've mm -hmm. just kind of been fucking around in there. Um, but a very immersive. Um, yeah. Do you, do you feel like um, Cavill has done a good job of doing the voice? Yes. Well, that was one of the things I was worried about coming in, was I have an attachment, obviously, understatement of the universe, 
to uh, uh, the actors on the Netflix show. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's might be you're used to voices, right? Mm-hmm. It's like coming in from uh, Batman the Animated Series and you watch another Batman animated show and it's not uh, Kevin Conroy and it's like, well, this is just or Mark Hamill isn't the Joker and it's like, well, fuck this, this is terrible. It just it takes some getting used to. No, I love the guy who voices Geralt. Uh, yeah. I thought Yennefer and Triss are pretty good. Um, I haven't met Dandelion yet. Uh, uh, soon, I think. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Siri, I thought Siri's voice was pretty good. Vesemir's voice kind of annoyed me. And I thought Lambert's voice was weird too. But uh, yeah, not that I have opinions on these things. No, you know. no, no, not at all. never. Um, Overall, thoroughly enjoying it though. Yeah, and I, I had, you know, I had told Bob that I actually do want to replay The Witcher Three at some point because I only played it the one time and I really enjoyed the game. But like I've kind of told you, know, I've said on this podcast, I've told you many times, I've tried to avoid like really replaying things the past few years or so because I just want to play new stuff. Well, you've had a lot that you've wanted to play, um, right? New stuff, uh, but you've I, but to play. I do, but I do want to replay The Witcher Three because I didn't ever play the two DLCs. Like I bought them. When they were on sale, but I just never played them for whatever reason. Um, well, I hear they're both fairly sizable, yeah, and yeah. good. And es- yeah. Especially the last one is supposed to be like blood and wine really or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you hear good things about that. Um, but I just never gotten around to it. And then when I heard they, you know, this is like they've been talking about this for like over a year. I feel like, but you know, they had put out like, okay, you know, there's gonna be a Witcher Three Series X update at some point, or Series S or PS Five, whatever you play on. Well, in the I guess the seventh anniversary of the game's release was just this week, right? right? And so, and what had happened was there was some outside studio that they had tasked with this update, and I think that studio is in Ukraine or something, Yee. or in Russia or something like that, and so. When all that that shit started, they had to take it away from them because the work wasn't going to be able to get done. Right, right. What with, Um, you know, war and all that. Yeah, so they brought it back internally, internally, and then they said, you know, we'll let you guys know because now we have to see... We have to figure out like what scope of work has been done and what's left. And and that in and of itself is like, all right. Right. You sit Um, down and go through these files. So I guess they figured it out and now they're committing for now to quarter four of this year and i'm you know i'm happy to wait because i feel like you know right now the game is probably i would guess it's like you know 1080p 30 fps i'm happy to wait for some 4k 60 fps goodness you know get to get that nicer cleaner experience on a second playthrough but i know for you it's like you're you're into you want to play it now yeah yeah and i mean i don't i go back and replay shit as we all know all of the time i watch what like maybe three different television shows ad nauseum (laughs) though i've been i usually i sometimes i read read books but for the most part i'm kind of a one and dunner with certain exceptions obviously and then games like i've there's certain games that i'll just go back and and replay i i can see like diving back into because one it's massive and i'm not yeah. i'm never gonna have you know like we were talking about this earlier when we were you know uh not parents you could sit down on a saturday and just be like i'm gonna be a, a fucking slob and this is just i'm gonna sit down for 16 hours and i'm gonna play a video game that's how bob finished um horizon horizon the first time through mm-hmm. i think you took a weekend you didn't sleep <laughs> you were just like this is what i'm doing yeah, no, he, he was, I remember he, like, the, 
that well, the one night like you came down. Well, I came down to say good night. Good night. And then yeah, the next. And then I went to bed, <laughs> and then I came down again, and I was like, "You need to move." Like that's what happened, huh? Yep. <laughs> good for you, man. <laughs> well, that, yeah. And that's kind of the thing too. If I play a game, and let's say it's like a twenty or thirty hour game, I feel I'm more apt to replay it at some point. The Witcher is a big game. It's massive. I don't remember how big it was, but especially if you start talking about the DLC, which I've never played. You're probably talking about a hundred hour game or something easily. So that's not like, oh, I'm just gonna replay this in a week. Like, no, you gotta. No, this this set is a this is a time aside, commitment exactly. You know? But it's been fun. I've yeah, been really enjoying. It's it. It's a really good game. The story, the, all the like the side quests are all fun. It has a little bit of the run around the map and collect stuff, but it's not as bad as some of these Assassin's Creed games where it's just non-fucking-stop collect-a-thon. Well, I do like that it seems like they thought about the side quests, and it's like there's a little bit... There's, like, stories, and they don't always go the way that you think they're going to go, and, like I said, coming from the books and, like, the show... Well, the show, whatever. The show wasn't out when when the game was released, but... There's a clear love and reverence for the source material mm-hmm. that I appreciate. And it's like, okay, you guys actually like... It, it's like when you see the love and care in a movie, like somebody actually gave a shit about what they were making. And that's definitely present. And I'm enjoying myself. So, you brought up the... Uh, we have, you know, when we were younger, <laughs> we had... Tons of time. We were talking about earlier today, Alex, that um, you you don't watch Stranger Things, right? No. So season four of Stranger Things is coming out, came out. Coming out. I think it's come. The first part comes out the maybe next week. Okay. And And then the second part comes out in July, I want to say. So they these are coming out. And we've heard some things about the run times of these episodes. And Eric, you want, could you? I, I from whatever I don't have it in front of me, but the final episode of the show. So what they're doing? We had a conversation a little bit about this earlier. Uh, first seven episodes, and I think that seventh episode is supposed to be like an hour and a half long. Fine, whatever. And then eight and nine are like in the second volume or whatever. And eight is like an hour and 45 or something. <laughs> and then the ninth is two and a half hours long. Oh my God. So it's like a movie. Well, it was just like, to me, we were talking about this earlier. It's like Netflix is the binge model, right? So it almost makes sense to not even split things into episodes. Yeah, because if you're expecting your your viewership to just sit and and watch, fine. Yeah, finale is two and a half hours. The final volume, all told, is something like four or five hours long. So, what does it matter that we split it up into five episodes or just two? Right. But what it what it got me thinking about though was you know the binge model. It's very interesting because, you know, certainly we don't have the time to do that anymore. Um, But, you know, people who don't have kids um, or, you know, people who 
just generally don't have a lot of responsibility. They have the capability to do it, so they do. It was well, when that first season came out, we didn't watch it right away. No, I watched it in a in an evening though. Yeah, but we didn't have a child. Yeah, so you know, if you if you think about that, it's like how much how much of Netflix revenue depends on twenty somethings who don't have kids. And how many of those people are actually paying for their subscriptions? Yeah. Because, yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. It, it's an, I think it's a, it'd be fascinating to know because I'm, I'm not going to sit there and watch a two-and-a-half-hour episode of television. I mean, I am going to watch the final I mean, season. You don't have to watch it all in one sitting. Blasphemy. But, but that's the thing. That's why you have episodes, though. That's the thing. Like... Because it gives you natural break points. You know, if you're just going to pause an episode and go away and do something else. Well, I also think Netflix would benefit from as much as I enjoy being the stack of shit and sitting down for eight hours and being able to watch, you know, a season of The Witcher. You kind of, you got to do the week to week thing. Especially if you want to retain subscribers. I would think. But, I don't know. It's just. But uh, let's not act like they ain't making money hand over fist anyway. So... They made what? How many billions of dollars last year? I'm not like weeping for Netflix, or I'm weeping for the other one that they're fucking firing because the stock price tanked. But oh, but the stock price. Well, the thing about Netflix that it's like they didn't know this was coming was there was always going to be a peak to how many people you could possibly get signed up, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's only so many people on the fucking planet. It's impossible to keep to grow indefinitely. Yeah, and. So eventually, then the only way you make more money is either to cut costs or to raise the prices. And they have done And both. they've chosen all, right. pretty much. Right. Um, but it's like, I love, and I also love the idea that, like, people were surprised. Like, they have, like, a billion subscribers, you know, like, they were going to cap out. Yeah. Now, well, and this is something I talk about all the time I'm sure I've brought it up on the podcast before is that I get why the stock price tanks because if you're putting money if you're investing money in a company you're putting money in so you can get more out later right so if if you put let's say you buy ten thousand dollars worth of shares of Netflix and your rate of return on it is looking like 1% and you could have just made more money putting it in a savings account, yeah, you're going to be pissed. You should have just put it in the savings account. But so the, the, what, what I always come, keep coming back to is like, I feel like what we need is a, is a mechanism in place that forces companies to buy back their stock after certain criteria are hit. That's never going to happen. No, it won't. I, I it, believe me, it won't because. It, it, but it, it just you can't. You, exactly. The expectation that everything is going to grow forever is impossible. But here's the thing: I'm going to tell you this right now. Netflix needs to hang around so I get my five more seasons. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, that's the plan. Well, we're supposed to get seven. Well, what'll happen is if they can't if they can't pick it up, or you know, it'll get picked up somewhere else. Well, no, 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 that's not what I was even going to say. But you're right. You're right. Um, 
What I was going to say is if, if Netflix Reassure her, Bob. can't turn it around, <laughs> they'll merge with somebody else. They'll consolidate and... Oh, wow, you just blood. reminded me of something. EA? Uh, okay, we'll talk about that in a second. I, I I still think my issue with all these streaming services is the same thing. You go on there and, you know, for everything you're interested in, like The Witcher, you start scrolling and you just scroll and you scroll. And it's like scrolling through a TV guide. It's all shit. Like, it's just 99% not even like, oh, maybe this is good, but it's just not my type of show. No, it's just tons of shit. There's maybe three or four things that I watch with any consistency on Netflix. It is The Great British Baking Show, which is the greatest thing in the history of civilization as far as I'm concerned. I've got The Witcher. And then uh, I think Shit's Creek is still on Netflix, and I'll watch that every now and again. So, what, Bob- And I am going to watch the final season of Stranger Things eventually but probably not when it comes out. What um, Bob was referring to, Erica, I don't know if you read about this, apparently, this is all coming out because this deal has fallen through, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, Comcast went to EA with the idea of spinning off NBC Universal from Comcast and merging it with EA... Really? Because everyone wants... Because now, I think what's happened in the last few years is suddenly people have woke up. Like, all these giant CEOs and stuff, they've woken up, and all of a sudden they went, holy shit, there's, like, endless free money in the video game market. (laughs) And actually, if you look at the quality of most of these games, they don't even have to be good. That being good has no measure has no how bearing much, on how much profits. money you could no, possibly not at all. make. Um, so why don't we try to get into this? And I think they're all thinking this way. Like, I think EA is so ripe. Someone's going to come along and either buy them or they're going to merge with someone. Maybe. For sure. Yeah. Same thing with like an Ubisoft. Someone's coming along and buying Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. Might have to clean a little house at Ubisoft first. Oh, there's a lot of people you could fire at these companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but they're I, all going to get the sweet balloon. Oh, that's what that's what sucks is like there's no winning, right? It's like the Microsoft Activision mm-hmm. thing. No matter what, Bobby Kotick at He'll the end fine. of it is going to be redonkulously rich. Even if, he, if, even if he died of a heart attack in like a month, doesn't matter. His life is great. Yeah. There are no consequences. I think I heard like he's like dating or something with like Cheryl Sandberg from Facebook and I was like talk about a match made in hell oh my god <laughs> well I don't understand where are these evil fucks they get together at the fucking like the, the get togethers they the have the evil parties, conventions yeah and they're like wow you know you're pretty evil you're a piece of and shit I'm pretty evil let's do this <laughs> let's lay some pipe come climb this tree baby I love that that's his that that's his phrase. I've been using laying pipe a lot lately because yeah. Sheila and I have been texting about like uh, uh, I play Geralt as the massive slut that he is in the books. Uh-huh. Oh. So Geralt's trying to fuck everybody. Oh. Geralt's a whore. Has has, Ger- <laughs> has has Geralt been shooting rope? <laughs> See that I, I find that to be vile. <laughs> that particular that's a new one. That's that particular a new one. turn of phrase is that's, disgusting. That's a new one. I know. <laughs> I heard that like a couple of years ago. Ugh. 
you know, <laughs> you know, what I can recommend to to everyone as a uh, as a way to really stick it to all these tech assholes who are making way too much money. Take up running; it'll ruin your life, <laughs> and you won't have time to do anything but run. And they'll all go broke, and it'll be great. You know, I kind of thought about this the other day. I was like, at first I thought, you know, Bob just replaced one addiction with another, which is food for running. But then I thought, wait, that's wrong. The food addiction never went anywhere. It's just been tampered down and made okay by the running Because he runs like a fiend, exactly, yes. Because that's what you have to do. You have to run... 60 miles in a week to be kind of able to eat whatever you want. <laughs> and only kind of. And, and only kind of. And even then, you're still fucked. Yeah. I read, someone said somewhere once, uh, like in a forum, because uh, they were, someone asked the question on Reddit. It was, at what point were you able to kind of just eat whatever you wanted to eat and not worry about it? And I, 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 I I, someone responded with an answer that I've just kind of grabbed onto, and they said, "Once I uh, once I started averaging fifty miles a week, I could eat anything I wanted ever." And I'm like, "That's my goal. There it is. I'm gonna average fifty miles a week." I don't know why I just thought of this, but I said, "I told Bob about this the other day, Erica. I thought you would enjoy this." I was scrolling through Reddit, and you know, you just see all this nonsense and. Someone had taken a screenshot of something that someone wrote on Twitter. And it was something like this guy just said, remember, it was like something like, I'll never forget that black people were like, please stop killing us. And white people said, okay, we'll rename the syrup. I saw that. (laughs) And it's like, yep. That's about right. I when <laughs> yep. we, when I read that to Bob, we both started laughing so hard because it's so real. Yep. But then, oh, you wanted police reform? Nah, we're gonna get rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> that that's the same thing, right? But it's also so sad. But it's also so funny. Yep. It's he- like when you're in the middle of the apocalypse. Shit starts becoming funny that really shouldn't Oh, be. Alex. Like, have you ever laughed at a funeral? It's kind of like that. Bob brought up uh, that uh, we're staring down the barrel of what monkeypox now over dinner. And I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? Bring it the fuck on. I don't even care anymore. I said, when I heard about that, I was like, if it goes as well as the last pandemic, it should be a lot of fun. Bring it on. Let's go. The current pandemic. That Let's is. go. Monkeypox. Let's do it. Let's just go careening over that waterfall. Oh, but WWE. So, do you need to go to Bob, Bob, Bed, Bob, Bob, yeah, Bob? How are you doing, Bob? You all right? No, he's, it's I'm only nine forty-two. He's good. He's good. I'm pondering a pizza. If I'm being honest, oh, for the love oh, of don't Christ, say that. don't say that, Bob. I haven't eaten dinner, Bob. You know? Oh, oh, you know, no, you know what's gonna happen? Now we've done it. <laughs> the Wendy's drive by, and then you bring them home. <laughs> you know? Did we talk about that on here? <laughs> no. Did we talk so about that I don't last think, time? I don't know if we did. So what? We could times? have Rosati's here in like thirty minutes. When do they close? I don't even For know. the love of Christ. You're going to stay up and play The Witcher, okay? I am okay? going to stay up and, and play The Witcher. And let me tell you something. I can sit there while you play The Witcher, and I can eat food, and I can keep my fucking mouth shut, all right? Otherwise... <laughs> Which I appreciate. 
Thank All you. Right? There won't be any commentary. I say one, one thing, and it was innocuous. Here's the thing. And it was like Here's the thing. daggers. It's, I was it's, quiet for like no, 20 minutes. No, you weren't. It's Geralt o'clock. It's Erica time. Go the fuck away. I'm winding down for the day. I'm playing my thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> you could be fucking Henry Beatty or Henry Beatty. Henry Cavill Henry making Beatty. out with Henry Joey Beatty. Beatty. And fucking Anna is there too, watching, being like, don't you want to join? And I'll be like, I'm playing the fucking Witcher. Go the fuck away. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Leave me alone. It's the end of my day. Bob, Rosati's doesn't close until 11 o'clock. You can order it right now. We can wrap up the podcast. You pick it up. That's true. It's it's like you can don't tease me, Bob. It's like don't two tease minutes. Me. I have not eaten dinner. Don't fucking tease me. All right. <laughs> you bring this up again. You're getting the pizza. So after we went late recording one of these ones, yeah, time, it was like eleven thirty. This or something. was maybe not the last one, but the one before that. Alex mentioned, oh, I haven't like eaten since like breakfast or something. So I'm gonna stop at Wendy's. The look. The look on Bob's face. It's like midnight. It was really late. We went late. Bob lights up as if he was just told Santa is real. Bob had not. He was in the desert and there was a spot of water. <laughs> there was water. And I think I shamed you into not Oh, going. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Bob what happened. Bob was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Bob was going to go. 1,000% yep. was going to go for sure. And Erica was like. You know, don't you really need to go to bed? No, like it's just midnight. Bed, you're Bob. running in the morning. And Bob, so I didn't say a word because I didn't <laughs> want to be in the middle of it. Bob was looking at me like, why don't you say something? Like, why don't you be the devil on my shoulder right now? And I was just like, all right, I'll see you guys later. Erica's here. I'm not doing that. I'll do it on the podcast. I'll do it on uh, uh, Xbox. I'm not doing it with Erica standing right here. He knows what's up. So what? Well, no, because then it was going to be like, oh, you'll drive with Alex to Wendy's, pick it up, and then Alex will drive you home. That was what was going to happen. And I shamed you into not going. Yeah, he wanted to. Because I am the fun destroyer. The fun slayer, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, sure. The slayer of fun. Um, Shit, what was I going to say? WWE. No, there was something else. Oh, so... Do you remember what was the commentary that got Bob kicked out? Because I can't get a straight answer out of either of you. I legitimately don't remember what. He, but here's the thing, Alex. This is this is the thing. It doesn't matter what you it said. doesn't matter. You could be like, oh, my God, you're the most beautiful, wonderful person. Go the fuck away. <laughs> I have been and I love our daughter. I love her dearly. But I've been around somebody mm. for like 12 hours. I, I just need to be alone. I need to be not looked at. I just I just need to be alone. I need my alone time. I realize that makes me a monster. In the living room where people congregate. People con- yeah. <laughs> it's a big fucking house. Plenty of spots to go. On the comfortable couch. I want to sit on the comfortable couch that we acquired. Well, uh, if anyone's looking for a play-by-play, <laughs> right now, Bob and Erica are just staring daggers at each other, and I'm curious how long it would have gone on if I didn't say anything. All I ask is just for a little bit, just leave me, leave me, leave me alone. And if you are going to sit there, I've let you sit there sometimes, but then you start talking. 
And I can't have um, that. I can't have it. So, Erica, one more question before we talk about pro wrestling. <laughs> sure. Uh, what sort of pizza did you want? <laughs> I actually have a soda and a bag of crunchy Cheetos with my name on it upstairs <laughs> for when this is over. Oh, so Cheetos. So, so she was going to sit there and eat the Cheetos while you had nothing. Oh, someone already had some chips, okay? He went out and had his snack already. Thank you. Oh, because, oh, yes, Bob's bereft. Though, so, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, Cheetos are probably not great with a controller, so I might not do that. Mm, true. You have to eat the Cheetos before you play. You get Because you get the dust, and that's yeah. no good. You don't want to Cheeto fingers all over I, the controller. I do, um, I do think it's funny. I've never heard of anyone who does this as much as Bob. I'll <laughs> regularly get texts from Bob where it's like, he went to Jewel, and he bought one thing. Like, he just wants, like, you know... Some sugar oh, cookies well, no, or see, a bag of chips see, or usually whatever. it's, oh, I'm going to go for one thing, and we come back with five bags of things. <laughs> oh, I thought we picked that. We needed this or this. Oh, we didn't need that. You don't need the grocery <laughs> shopping. Just get the thing you want. Don't worry about that. Just, just I got the groceries. <laughs> this is how we end up with the nasty craft Parmesan in my, my fucking fridge. Hey, I use the nasty craft yeah, Parmesan. Yeah, I know you do. You're the only one that does wood shavings. <laughs> But he bought food snob, Erica. <laughs> yeah, get that shit out of my house. He, he like that. There's certain I do not like jarred sauce. I find it dis- like most of them are gross. There are a few that are okay. That Rayos one, Rouse, Rouse, Rouse is good. That's pretty tasty. There was a Club Lucky one. There's a place the in the Rouse Arabiata. I would contend is as good as any Arabiata anyone's ever going to make anywhere. It's okay. so fucking. I've good. never had that one. We've only the Arabiata is so good. If you like a spicy, sauce, sometimes they do. It's not my first choice all the time. It's so good. This one, <laughs> and you're just you're just whatever. You weren't thinking about it. He buys what was it ragu or was it prego? Either oh, way. God. Either way, you have no shame. <laughs> Listen, you don't bring that into. Do you Italian's know? House. Do you know how much jar sauce costs? Everything is astronomical right now, Bob. It, it was flavored <laughs> with meat. <laughs> Not meat flavored. Flavored <laughs> with meats. Yeah. So I tasted this shit because I'm like I know I'm not wrong I know, know it's disgusting you have to know it just it's it's the most <laughs> disgusting fucking garbage and it's like to make red sauce is not hard to make it's so easy please don't eat prego and ragu it's so gross not in my home not here not in my house. not in my home my home Bob we got do, you have, do you have anything to say for yourself wildly off track I, I mean welcome to I just podcast. wanted some sauce. <laughs> And it was trying to be cheap. <laughs> so how much did that jar of sauce cost? Like three bucks. <laughs> See, I'd versus rather pay, I'd rather pay triple for the rouse and have something that tastes good. Yeah, same. I I mean, hey, because even you said it was vile. No, it was really bad. I I and I conceded that, but I you was tried. Like, I tried. You tried it. Bob. I tried. You tried I was hoping to get it would by be being a cheap fuck, and you paid. <laughs> Listen, because here's the thing. Um, our food snob at the table oh. um, hates anything that's in a jar in a box. Mm. Yeah, because I can make it better. Could, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kraft here's mac and thing. cheese, good stuff. It's fine. Hamburger helper, good stuff. Wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to go with <laughs> Yeah, no. Me. You lost me. <laughs> you, were, you were one for one, now you're one for two. Keep you know going. what box, so- or box mac and cheese I like? And it's probably all made at the same fucking factory, so it really doesn't fucking matter. Sure. I like the Annie's stuff. 
I prefer Kraft, but Annie's is fine. Annie's is good. I'll eat that. But if I can make it from scratch, I'd rather make it from here's, scratch. Here's my top three in no particular order. It's kind of like pizza. Like, there, I don't really have a favorite pizza. I just like to cycle through them. There's so a I rotation get, because... There's, so I don't get bored of one of them. There's a bunch of... There's good ones in if, the area. If I just like... Like, if I was like you guys and I just got Rosati's three nights a week... <laughs> I would get bored of it. That doesn't happen anymore, Alex. <laughs> I like how you threw in the anymore. There was a time. Not anymore. <laughs> Wait, I, um, I mean, here's the thing, though. It's like sometimes it's really nice just to have something you you literally you put on the stove and warm up and go. Sure. That you don't have to like. Especially because yeah. I'm not a good cook. There's yeah. a couple of things that I can cook. Yes. But I, when I need to make dinner, I, the simpler the better. Sure. So... So my my top three, mac, mac and cheese. Mac, okay, in no particular order, boxed mac and cheese. Erica, I completely agree with you. I'm sure if you were like, I'm gonna make some mac and cheese, and I had, it would probably be fucking way better than all of them. But well, homemade buying, to me is always yeah, gonna be better than a box. I agree. But there are good box mac and cheeses. I'm not saying sure. that they're all nasty. Um, I had like. The other day was bad. Yeah, that, that Paw was Paw Patrol one. Yeah, that was I don't know what brand it was, but it was like there was no. It salt was craft, but it was bad. Yeah. Anyway, we keep. I like there just you your standard Bog normal standard. craft mac and cheese that's in like that tall rectangular box. The blue box. I like that one. Sure. That's your best all around. Everyone's gonna like it for sure, except maybe you. I'll eat it. It's never gonna be my first choice. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know. And then I like they call it like it's like the. Craft mac and cheese dinner or something. It's in a different rectangular box. It's like more uh, fancy. It's like wider than it is tall, if that makes sense. Yes. But it's still a rectangular box. Um, I'm trying to picture that one. And that one's sort of like their, you know, like if you get the regular craft mac and cheese, you got to put milk and butter and uh, yeah, that's it. You got to put that in there. The the dinner one is sort of like a Velveeta competitor, I would say, where it's just a mixture that you dump on the pasta once you've heated it up, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. You don't have to add anything else. And then I like your just regular standard Velveeta. I like all three of those. I can See, mix. I can go between all. Of them. I, I think of Velveeta, and I, I'm reminded of a time many many moons ago where we were uh, uh, a cousin of ours, and I were um, put on a mission to go for uh, Velveeta. For somebody who already had enough Velveeta to feed the entire U.S. Army in their, in their pantry. But they needed more, Alex. <laughs> they needed more. Um, I like Kraft. The, the regular Kraft. I don't know which one I bought. I thought it was... I it thought was it, weird because I thought it think... was. I thought it was like the normal Kraft mac and cheese just with the Paw Patrol shapes because I didn't see like the normal right. Kraft box. At least not, not an individual. They but had like it, a five-pack. here's I didn't the other the thing pack. you don't take into account, okay? And you know this is true for any type of regular pasta. The type of pasta and the sauce you put with it matters. Yes, definitely. And so for whatever reason, the regular Kraft mac and cheese combined with just like the tubes... Combined with that mixture is, is great. Yeah. yeah. But you start fucking around with the shape, the the mix, the cheese, whatever, it might not adhere as well as you'd like it to. Well, and the problem with this was, and I cooked it, I mean, I know how to make pasta. The pasta just fell the fuck apart. And I was like, this is what you told me to cook it for, man. And it yeah. like, the, the structural integrity of the pasta <laughs> just completely collapsed. Annie's is good. I like Annie's. Would you say the... 
cheese adhesion was poor. Listen, I'm just we saying. We need to go through and just get the lexicon <laughs> of all like the dumb, weird shit each of us has said in this podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Each of us? What dumb, weird shit have I said? I would have to go back through and collate, Alex. Okay, because we got like 55 things. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying the, the majority is, is over yeah, here. Yeah, Bob's going to win that fight <laughs> like, going away. It's not even going to even. We can't even compete with no, him. No, there'd be like one or two. <laughs> He's stone cold and I'm the Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh yeah what was i gonna say the annie's white cheddar is really good. Uh, the annie's white cheddar is the best i i like that one a lot and annie's is usually on sale like you yeah. get it for cheaper but it's not like well, you because know because everyone's we, standard is craft yeah. right. so that's you know, like you're competing against that right. what what i really like though is like when you like the restaurant mac and cheese where you get like the crumbs on top that are crispy little crusties Ooh, that's really good i like that so when you make it at home from scratch, you can do the crusties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or conversely. <laughs> you can get a pizza from Rosati's. I fucking warned you. All right. <laughs> I didn't he didn't say it, I said it. It's fucking wrong. All right. It's, it's just torture. You can't that's keep mean. bringing up. You can't bring keep bringing up easy good food that's nearby to a person <laughs> who hasn't eaten since like one o'clock. Well, the unfortunate thing is we do have a lot of easy nearby food over here. Yeah, this is true. Your mileage may vary on some of it, but there is a fair amount of decent food over here. Professional wrestling. Let's do it. Not so professional this week. Very unprofessional, if you were to listen to one WWE statement mm. on things. So. This is, well, tell, tell the story. Tell, I what guess happened. what happened was Sasha and Naomi, Sasha Banks and Naomi, went into work on Monday. They were not enjoying the creative that was being presented to them. Shock. And went and talked to Vince presented their case apparently we're told okay we're gonna retool it or maybe change it up to some degree gave him the old like vince has the old steve jobs jedi mind trick going right where people go into his office he tells them what they want to hear nothing ever changes but nope. they walk out of there happy yep so for whatever reason the jedi mind trick didn't work this time so they walked out of there happy and then the producers told them, well, actually, we're just going to do the same fucking thing that we were going to do before. And they got pissed. And I, now I don't know why this is the straw that broke the camel's back, frankly. This is the one thing for me. It's like, you're creative, especially for Sasha. I mean, like, like let's be real. Like, Naomi, people know who Naomi is. She's liked. Don't get me wrong. She's Sasha's been around a, a long star, time. Sasha is one of their top women. But they've been eating up this shit creative and doing their best with it for their whole careers. I mean, and I'm known. I do not personally. I don't believe that Sasha is going to leave WWE. I think it's I think she'll cool down in a week or two and it'll be all back to normal. We'll see. Because who knows? I, you don't me, know. She seems like a lifer. Cool later. I think she drank the Kool-Aid. It seems that way for sure. She seems like one of those people that once she drinks the Kool-Aid, they don't got to keep feeding it to her. Like, she's She's in. (laughs) But, But, I mean, I don't know. 
So they present her, the whole thing happens. Then they say, okay, we're not changing it. And so apparently they went into Johnny Ace's office, said, here's the titles, we're leaving. And, you know, I'm shocked. If that's how it all went down, I'm shocked because I'm... But there has... I guess I shouldn't be shocked maybe because this has happened a few times recently, right? You had Jeff Hardy who just literally walked out in the middle of a match Mm -hmm. and they let him out of his contract. And you had Tony Storm who was so unhappy that I think she walked out and flew herself home to Australia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, and that's not a cheap flight. No. So that's some deep seated unhappiness if that's what she did. But I know she walked out Um, and they actually let her out of her contract, which again, Jeff Hardy's a star, but he's on the tail end of his career. Well, and there's some Tony issues that Storm come with Jeff. is a known wrestler, especially to hardcore wrestling fans, but she's not a star, at least not at this point. No. Maybe AEW will make her a star. Sure, she could get I there. frankly don't understand why I figured she would be Vince's type. I mean, I look at Tony Storm, great wrestler, decent talker, beautiful woman, great shape. I don't know what there is in it. You know, it's she's blonde, so she's Vince's type. Who knows? I don't. Maybe it's just that she's Australian, so it's the accent. Oh, I the accents! Can't understand like the, her. Don't like don't, an accent. They don't like the accents generally. Nope. But Becky got over. She had to work really hard to finally get Vince behind her, but it she did it. So it's possible. I'm sure Seth's what's in the air too. But um, Becky's great. Becky is great, and I don't like yeah. to say that it was because of a dude, but with somebody like Vince. No, oh, Becky did it on her own. Yeah, I don't even know. When she was really getting hot, I don't even know that her and... Seth they were together were, for a while, really? weren't they? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, But, uh, you know, I would really be moderately to severely surprised if either of them left. Because I Naomi seems like a life see, or two. I would, I would be more surprised if Naomi left because now you got to think about that her husband is in a top spot, and he has a ton of problems. I mean, he's the he's the USO that keeps getting arrested for DUIs. So if she doesn't drive him to the arena, I don't know who's doing it. Um, well, and you also have to think of retaliation and, and, from management. Well, and, and now you have to think, you know, the USOs in Roman. I mean, these are not like, oh, they're in a faction together. These are blood relatives. Right. So, and Roman is to me the only guy in the company who has real true value. Other than maybe you could say like Brock too, right? But tons of these people, they're just completely expendable. They're just like plug in, plug out. People are, you're going to get your million people to watch no matter what. Well, that's the problem with WWE though, is it is so, you've got one or two people and it's like nobody matters and that's yeah why i stopped watching yeah and that's a different conversation but i would say you know if roman goes in he says hey you know he wants to fucking throw the stroke around a little bit and say hey what the fuck's going on what's the problem you know that might be a different scenario sure um especially for naomi sasha I would just be surprised if she left because I just view her as such a WWE wrestler. I mean, and I know she watches other stuff. You know, I know she watches Japan. I know she watches everything. She's one of those people that just loves pro wrestling. But I would be moderately to severely surprised if, one, 
she would actually really, really want to leave for real. Mm-hmm. And two, if they would let her out of her contract. Because well, one, they're a thousand percent not letting her out of her contract. I because can guarantee Naomi, you that. I could see if it came down to it, I could see them being like, Naomi, you want out of your contract? Go ahead. Godspeed. Have fun. Right. Sasha, I can't see it. They're not letting her out of her contract. I can't Absolutely see it. not. No. And, you know, I don't know how much time is left on her contract. I don't think anyone really knows. I've heard some speculation that maybe Sasha only has two months left on her contract. And if that's the case... Maybe they do let it expire. I would be shocked. We'll see. I, I just would be so surprised if she showed up in AEW. It'd be weird to see her because you do. She is so ingrained. At least. It, but it, then it, again. But then again. Who's she great friends with? The Revival or now the. FTR. FTR. And so, and they've had a ton of success in, in AEW. So maybe she's watching that and she's like, hey. Look at these guys who were jokes over here, who were treated like total shit on the main roster. Look how they're stars in AEW. And, know, and, and I mean, Sasha, and Sasha has not been treated like shit, but her booking has always been pretty rough since she's been on the main roster. Well, you could say that for sure, everyone, everybody, but everyone except, but but she's not pushed to a level of Charlotte or sure. now Becky. You know, she's not pushed to their level. And if you're watching other stuff, like you said, and you're seeing like, well, there's and there's a lot of opportunity in the women's division in well, AEW. And now, right, because AEW, you know, they have a few people, but they're, if if Sasha shows up in AEW, she is immediately the top woman. Yes. I mean, there's no one. I think Britt, Break, Britt Baker is very good at what she's good she's at. Not she Sasha is Banks. not Sasha Banks no, absolutely on her not. best day. Um, but you bring somebody like Sasha over... That elevates you. Here, here's the question, though. Let's say, let's say, hypothetically, that WWE releases her, or they don't, and her contract expired, whatever it may be. Would AEW even hire her? Oh yeah. I don't think that's as oh yeah as your as guaranteed first moment she's available. She that's a huge risk. She walked out on a show. Before it was supposed, like close to when it was supposed to start, requiring that whole show to be that match to be reworked. She's a huge star, but there. Tony Storm and Jeff Hardy both walked out in a similar way. Do you know where they both work right now? Did they? Was it for live TV? Yeah, those were house shows. Okay, that's different. Oh, I different. thought Jeff Hardy walked out and was live. Show. No, it was house show. Those were both house shows. House show. Okay, to me that's different. You, it shows you walk, the same. Uh, it shows the same level of commitment, though. I, I agree with you, but I, at the same time, if you're gonna fuck with live house shows, aren't part of the bigger narrative. If you're gonna walk out on their what their their full plan is, I would be really, really hesitant to hire somebody in the live entertainment business who you can't rely on who might walk out on you if they don't like what your plan is for the night. But I also think if you're Tony Khan, you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, yes, this person walked out, but she's also been eating shit for like seven years. Just gulp after fucking gulp, just shit straight down her throat, and she just maybe finally broke. 
And there, she's it could not have been gonna, the straw. She's not going to have that experience in AEW because the booking isn't total shit. I, I understand where you're coming from. I know from what you're that. saying. Yeah, I, yeah. From a business standpoint, you purely, have. you don't want to hire somebody who is a flight risk. She And she might, well, yeah, not even just a flight risk, but is going to actually, there's enough risk in the wrestling industry with people who get injured or sure. get DUIs or, you know, get arrested. It's all sorts of shit. I would also say, though, if you have... And the women's division has gotten better, but it's not at the level that but it should be. But they they don't have the roster WWE has. Right. They yeah. just don't. So if you can poach Sasha Banks... Yeah. Now, if she if it was Naomi, I don't think they do it. I don't... Yeah. I don't think Naomi's I mean, maybe getting Maybe they bring Naomi there. in, but it's not like... It's not like you're kicking her fucking door down. But Sasha's a name. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of those dudes are just as volatile. Hired CM Punk. He walked out. Granted, he took a, a seven-year break, but he walked right out. And granted, they he, they were speaking for, it sounded like, a year and a half and, and before he came in. And we're not in. talking about someone, you know, we're not even talking about a CM Punk, who at this point is really past his prime. Sure. We're talking about a top woman from your rival promotion in her prime and whose potential has never been realized because she's in a bad situation where you got a fucking crazy old man right. who isn't willing to fucking The heights were the reached box. in NXT. There are yeah. some beautiful, amazing, great moments with Sasha in NXT. It would be amazing to see her somewhere that actually gave a shit. Yeah, I mean, you have to think about it in AEW. Essentially, their top women, their top pushed women Brit. would be like Britt, Thunder Rosa, um, Hikaru Shida, uh, Chris Statlander, you know, Jade Cargill. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, who's Who was the woman who got her head shaved in the, you know, in the straight edge society? Oh, what's and her that, name? I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't yeah, think of her name. Serene Deeb. Serena Deeb. There you go. Um, she's fairly up there in terms of how much they use her. But, you know, like they've got they've got some really good women. I'm not knocking any of those women. They're not Sasha Banks. No. Mm-hmm. They're not. So and, there's, there's definitely you, a thought. I and would if say, you want to say there's one hole in Sasha Banks game, it's that her promos are often mediocre. You get to go somewhere where you get to work with someone who knows how to get the best out of people who lets people have a chance to maybe fail a little bit to get better you might be able to fix that one hole and now you've taken a star and you've turned her into a mega star because you're not getting a sheet of paper written by a crazy old man and being like because think about Britt baker when Britt baker first came into aew one her wrestling wasn't anything special and neither was her character work and then she got hurt And she got a lot of time to just be on TV talking. And if you just let people go out in there and talk, sometimes they figure it out. Well, grow and learn. And you got a lot of, not that you don't have good minds at WWE, just don't think they're allowed to flourish. But at AEW, you've got a really, a lot of old, good wrestling minds. And, and, you know, I used to be a huge Sasha fan. She was definitely my favorite wrestler when she was in NXT. Unfortunately, there's the vaccine nonsense. Yeah. It is what it is. There's a lot of people who have stupid views. Just have to accept it, I guess. But 
she would still be a huge get for them. And I know what you're saying, Bob, and you, and I'm sure they would think about that. It'd definitely be a fact. But right? they're no going doubt. to hire her if she's available. Well, I mean, you can't you can't be in business if you work in absolutes, right? You can't say you you can't you can't just or just say not a chance. We're not going to hire her because she did this thing. But you, they're they're also not just going to say she's a huge get. We're taking her. They're gonna. They will really dissect. They will grill the fuck out of her, and and do everything they can to make sure that they're confident she's not going to walk out on them and put them in a lurch, in you know before a giant pay per view, because that's the worry. You know, again, anything could happen. You get hit by a bus. Shit happens. But I guarantee, I can guarantee. You'd like to eliminate the var- the variables within your control. Yeah, and they may, and you know, depending on the answers they get, they may still sign her. But they could end up signing her, and giving her very little responsibility, and putting very little weight behind her stories, just to take their, her away from Vince. Yeah, I don't think they've done a signing like that. They haven't yet, but it'll come. And, and, I also and, think that Tony Khan is is he's done a much better job of making himself a baby face to the pro mm-hmm. wrestling fan. Well, and honestly, you you you're either uh, what, what's the line from the Dark Knight? You either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Right, exactly. So, I mean, Tony Khan's got a good now, but. You've sure. only been around in, in for a 40 few years. years. We might feel differently. Right, right. You'll be a crazy old man too. But yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. No, I mean it's. One I of just those... think it's a it's a big woman like Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out a couple times too, but he was a big enough star that it was. Well, but uh, okay, but here's the question I really have: How many people have walked out? You sound like legitimately mad about. I'm this. not legitimately mad. You sound mad though. I'm. I'm. I just. How many people have walked? out at showtime in the wrestling business because with when when it when it was punk it didn't sound like it was like the show's about to start and he walked out it was it at least that's not the way what i remember Um, it was day of that was at live tv yeah okay uh stone cold did it at live tv so okay so there's precedent so this is i just wanted i wanted to establish history because that's what i'm and in all those about. in all those situations, right? Like, I think Punk walked out because of just like general hatred of being there. And it, it well, that got been, to a point it, where it he was just like, like, "I'm actively miserable." And it might have I been creative on that day as well, too. But it, I think it was just like general misery. Austin, he walked out because he hated the creative so much that it was like, "I'm not doing this. Like, you're not. You can't make me. I'm not doing this." And so that's the other thing I guess I should bring up is that. Apparently, the issue was, you know, Sasha and Naomi were put into this tag team. They didn't really want to tag because they both viewed themselves as singles people at that moment. They do but that they, all the time, though. But they said, okay, you're putting us in this tag. We're going to make the best of it. We're going to make it as good as we can. And they feel like they did that. They feel like they were kind of trying to bring some value again to these women's titles that have been mostly treated as a joke. And then... You come out and you say, okay, we're going to do this match. 
and Naomi's gonna pin somebody. I think like some people are saying she was gonna pin Sasha. Some people are saying she was gonna pin somebody else. But either way, Naomi's gonna pin somebody, and she's going to become the number one contender for Bianca, and then lose to Bianca at the pay per view. And then Sasha is going to beat somebody, and she's going to become the number one contender to Ronda, and then lose to Ronda at the pay per view. So you and look so, like geeks. <laughs> I think what they felt, and now, you know, again, my argument would probably be in this day and age, I don't think this stuff actually really matters anymore. It's not the 80s. But, yes, to have your two tag team champions go and lose to the two single stars makes the tag team champions look like fucking geeks. See, I would say... The Road Warriors wouldn't have done that. No. Any big tag team wouldn't have done that. Maybe it doesn't matter anymore. But, but it should. It should matter. The yes. titles should matter. And so, and in t- WWE, they don't. Yeah. And I think the argument would be, well, you know, you're being a couple marks or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, all the big stars were marks for themselves. And they would protect themselves have so be. they wouldn't look bad. Right. Because if I'm perceived as a geek, my merch isn't going to sell. Yeah. You're not going to use me as much. So that's going to no. cost me money. So... Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I see, I don't see the WWE, I mean, I see the WWE side of it from the perspective of you shouldn't walk out. That is unprofessional. However, who else to say you're an independent fucking you're, contractor? You're supposed to be an independent contractor. Whatever. We yeah, I don't like what we're doing. We know you're really not. We know not. you're really not, but that's what you call us, so fuck um, off. On the other hand, of course, I'm more side with, you know, if they're just shoveling shit down your fucking throat for the entirety of your career i I can't be surprised when more and more people are like fuck this especially when there's competition and they probably if this was like three years ago they probably wouldn't have said fuck this but now they're going we can go somewhere else and i'll say this i'm never siding with vince mcmahon (laughs) no i mean i agree (laughs) in anything I generally agree with that. Nah, yeah. go fuck yourself, old man. And, and if you're, and if you're, you know, again, if you're Tony Khan, you can do things that you can make Sasha happy. You could say, hey, you're going to have a great time in AEW. You're never going to have the final say on creative. That's not what we do here. You know what but you sit down with? you're going to have real input. Here's the plan we have for you. This is what right. we see happening with you. Not and, just the big, well, we'll see what happens week to week. And here's the other Shrug. thing. They've got this deal with New Japan which I'm sure is eventually going to lead to a deal with Stardom because Stardom is owned by the same parent company. And and Tony Khan has also shown himself very open to letting people work other places. And you already know Sasha would love to go work in Stardom if she was allowed to. So you could make this woman happy where she are not going to believe that she's going to walk out on you. But you are you are also right, Bob. I do think that there is a there has to be at least a consideration of it you guys got to stay in the back of your mind, right? I, Before it, you make any final it, decisions. Yeah, I mean, it would like just as as someone who has managed people. One you big time in us. No, no, no. Um I can say I'm nodding furiously. Like the thing, the last thing you want to worry. Like there's so many things you have to worry about in terms of like what's going on with the people working for you. Sure. And the the last thing you want to worry about is whether or not they're going to show up to work. Yeah. You know, it because it, it, and people have shit happen. Like people go through 
all hard times. There's so much stuff and there's a lot that's understanding and you should work with them. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can, if you pay, if you're paying somebody to do something and they don't do it and you were expecting them to do it, that's a a problem. problem. Sure. And because you can, you can talk after, you know, and you can, or, you know, whatever it may be, but it's, it's tough because it, especially in live entertainment, um, and I've never worked in the industry. So I, I mean, this is, this is why I'm genuinely just curious about, you know, the history of it and like what's happened because in in my mind, I'm saying that's an unknown because you're never going to be able as, as Vince or Tony Khan, whoever she ends up working for, you're never going to forget that she walked out. Yeah. Well, especially if you're Vince. You're never going to forget it. So, well, and if you're, but how do you deal like, how do you cope with it over time? Because also, as we know, from entertainment talent can be fickle well and also and this is another reality if i was advising sasha i would say leave because oh. now oh, not a thousand only, percent not only should you leave for all the reasons we've already talked about now the reality is is that no matter what they say to you if you go back you are going to be punished yep yep thousand percent and you're never going to be the top star. Never. Mm-mm. Never. Nope. So she should leave because that's the, it's kind of like you're at the job you're at and someone else comes along and says, hey, you know, we'll take you away for the same job and you'll get 20% pay bump. That She's never going to rise above where she is because they're never going to let her for the next 10 years of her career or however long it goes. Vince is going to remember that forever mm-hmm. and he's going to punish her forever. Oh, and why not leave? Why not go try it somewhere else? And I think that's one of the reasons you don't see uh, one. I think Stone Cold just understands that it's like, I don't want to be overexposed and be made to look bad or, you know, whatever, do too much. But I think when Stone Cold comes in and does something for WWE, he he agrees to exactly what it's going to be. There's going to be no shenanigans, no wiggle room. This is what it is. So I know I'm not going to look like a fool out there. Right. Well, because this whole... That's this whole brand, right. right? Like, I've built everything on that, so I'm not going to have you assholes, so, like, ruin it. All this being said, I would be pretty surprised if Sasha left. Uh, would it would genuinely surprised. be shocking. I just feel like she feels like such a Kool-Aid lifer, I would be surprised. Well, and you've been told... I, I, I remember this interview from... This is a long time ago, so maybe... Because how long has she been around? She was still in NXT, and it was like a roundtable discussion. It was Triple H, I think it was her. Might have been like Seth Rollins. A couple other dudes from NXT, the big, the top names. And I just remember they were talking about the women's wrestling and Triple H turning to Sasha and being like, you know, oh yeah, we're really working on the women's division. We really want that to be like, you know, a a cornerstone. And he turned to her and he goes, and you're going to be a big part of that. So if you've been told that, your well, whole and, and, career. And who's back at work now? Well, that's Triple the other H. thing. Triple H is you back. You know right? he's on the phone with her right now. He's like, hey, look, I get it. You're pissed off. Cool off for a while. Come on back. The doors are open. We're going to make everything okay. Well, but how much sway does Triple H have anymore? Probably not as much as he used to. 
but that's still going to be the person who you're going to send. Right. It's not. To. It's not to say that his his words. Don't They're not going to send John Laurinaitis to go. Oh, you know, uh, you know, all these dumb bullshit. She'd wrap a fucking baseball bat around his head, <laughs> and we'd all be the better for it. Um, I don't know. Like, I would be shocked. Genuinely I be, shocked. I would be shocked if she left. Uh, but I, I'd love to see her in AEW. I would really, really love to hear more of how the business side of wrestling has changed in the last five years. Um, and I think how, you would have to you'd have to get that to from somebody like under torture. Yeah, it would be so. <laughs> you would be it would be impossible to get. So fascinating though. Oh, it'd be very interesting to hear about. But you would have to be like yeah. ripping like people's fingers off. Like there, you're not is a civilian. You never, you're not getting never nothing. know. No, yeah, but Jack and shit. Boy, it would be so interesting. All right. Well, hey, I'm, I got one last question for you. Alex, have you ever camped? Oh, dear God. Um, I have when I was in, like, Boy Scouts. Yeah. So so when's the last time you camped? Um, it was so long ago that I remember that I did it, and I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about it. Would you ever camp again? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Why? Where do you want to camp? Can we talk about the enthusiasm? <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just curious, you know. It, do you have one of those giant tents that they bring out at the end of the challenge where it's like it's like a home? He wants to buy a tent. Oh, we gotta spend some more at REI, no, do we? We don't. <laughs> it's time. They they do the they do the payback at the end of the year though. You get some of your money back. I can actually feel like <laughs> the anger. Like it's, it's. I, hold on, I hold on. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't. I, don't I, I'm not. I'm not here to, to to argue for the tent. I'm. I'm just curious about camping. But while we're here, I'm just curious <laughs> about camping in general because you certainly don't ca- want to camp. No, I've done it. I did the Quetico thing. I did a big uh, uh, that one of my best friends backed out on me for. Uh, I got to spend ten days in the wilderness with strangers. It was a blast. Where I did canoeing and camping, and I enjoyed myself, but I've done it. Don't need to do it again. Interesting. I need a bed. I need to be comfortable. You can be comfortable out in a tent. Yeah, you get some. You get the right padding. It'll be okay. Then you can go camping with him. I mean, if the if the tent's comfy and it's really expensive and big and nice. <laughs> I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Bob might might not, but I enjoy watching the top blow off because I can just leave. You've never properly seen the top blow off, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, and on that note, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it got weird. It was, it was nice uh, being here. I do. Own. I do appreciate these topics that I want to bring up every every uh, now and inevitably then. Inevitably blow up in your face. Well. <laughs> Just, yeah, what was what was what was the end game of bringing, I mean, and bringing camping? I don't know. I thought maybe we there could be some intrigue or interest <laughs> in camping. Intrigue? Maybe you know someone would ask a question. No, nah, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm not necessarily <laughs> anti-camping, and we could discuss it over some pizza. <laughs> 
As long as you fuckers eat it down here, because I'm going to be playing a game upstairs. All right. Well, um, I, I botched the ending a little bit there. I meant to say you- thanks for being here in your own home and hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs> <laughs>